0: My boy uh, Before we get into the show today man It's one of my it's one of my favorite artist's uh, birthday today uh, mm-hmm. The great Mac Miller passed away uh, Over a year ago now He would have been 28 years old today You know what I'm saying So I just want to show, show Mac a little love man. I still listen to him heavily I didn't uh, know you
1: was a big Mac fan man
0: Yeah man uh, Fred put me on Mac Miller many years ago Um, Brian as well. They shot me some stuff. We was trading music one day, and this kid was just so talented, man. He just, you know, re-energized, you know. And he was a big part of my movement when I was losing weight and stuff like that, you know. First getting into the gym, so I just wanted to just show Mac Miller a little love, man. Before we get into the show, so happy birthday, Mac. You know, rest in peace, dog. Rest in
2: peace.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. How many mistakes do it take to you leave when I'm left with my hand and my face all red and the face looking at you like, wait? I know I ain't a saint, and if it ain't too late, well, I can't keep on losing you. So no
0: yes, yes, yes. Like so we just want to show a little love to Mac Miller, man, uh, on his 28th birthday. Today, okay, so we are back one more time for another episode of the Sports Desk. But before we get into it, his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom,
2: who was on crack.
0: We gotta get that. We, we gotta get the video. <laughs> we gotta get the video so our. our... Listeners can see Stephen A. deliver that
1: Yeah, that I tried like to go on YouTube to see what video it was, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it, but I know it's on there somewhere. Yeah, I have it. Oh, you got it? I'm going
0: to shoot it to you, man. Okay. I'm going to put it on our page as well, man. All right, man. Welcome back. Welcome back to the latest episode, the newest episode of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk, episode thirty-nine. I am your man, Deja L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists, back one
1: more time. And it's your man Black. We back for an- another episode. One of your favorite sportsologists.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Young Kyrie, let him know, man.
1: It's Reduced Lunch Sports. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, absolutely. A round of applause for your guys. All right, back at it again. Man, we have a um, a loaded show today, man. We 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 we've had an exciting weekend of sports. Won't you say, Black?
1: Uh very exciting weekend of sports, man. Um, feeling on top of the world is uh for this episode today, man. feeling on top of the world. A lot of good things went our way this weekend.
0: Yeah, great, great sports weekend. We're going to get into everything. We're going to start, of course, UFC 246, going into the NBA. It is championship day in the NFL today. We're currently recording while the NFC championship game is taking place. Uh, We just wrapped up the AFC title game, so we're recording on this Sunday, uh, on championship Sunday. We're going to get into some WWE, um, a few other topics, man. We're going to cover all the news and notes. We're going to cover college football. Are the Tigers, the LSU Tigers, the greatest team of all time? Is Joe Burrow? The greatest college quarterback we've ever seen We're gonna give our take right here uh, On the sports desk in just a few um,
1: But how you doing today, Black? Everything good? Man, I'm, I'm lovely today, man I can't complain, man Lovely good. day here At good. the sports desk, man Anytime we come together And you know, come at the sports desk Life is good
0: Life is good Shout out to them boys Alright So before we get into it, man We always have the kickoff uh, With our sound of the week, okay So uh, I found another gem from our guy, Rocky My Bia. Uh, we're going to talk about The Rock and uh, his father a little late uh, later on in the show. Uh, but we just want to show The Rock uh, some more love uh, this week with our sound of the week. Listen closely. Hey, Rock. York, Jackson, I'm one of your biggest fans. Well, the
2: Rock appreciates that, honey. Thank you. Hey. Today's
1: my birthday.
2: It is. Well, happy birthday. Thank
1: you.
2: What is your name?
1: Louise.
2: Louise?
1: Yes.
2: Well, it's good to meet you, Louise. Thank you. Great one. Thank you. Louise, you probably got all kinds of birthday gifts today, but I tell you what, The Rock is going to give you the best gift you could ever get. You like Elvis? Yes. Well, listen to this. Well, since Rock's baby left him, well, he found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Jabroni drive at SmackDown Hotel. Home, oh, I'm gonna do, do Rock Feels So Lonely, baby. Rock Feels So Lonely. Rock Feels So Lonely, Good could cry. Happy birthday, I tell you what, how about this? Louise, here's $100. You go buy yourself something nice, alright? Look at you just looking at The Rock, gawking at The Rock like, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, a woman your age, looking at The Rock like this. Not uh, handsome as you are. Hey, The Rock can't blame you. Louise, uh, you like pancakes? Yes, I do. You got a little funny feeling in your stomach right here, lower abdomen? Right in my stomach. Right in there? Yes. Well, it's probably gas, Louise, because a woman like your age gets that every once in a while. <laughs> but The Rock says this. It. There's something you can do. You go right down to the drugstore, you buy the biggest bottle of Maalox, you turn it sideways. Oh, no. Never mind, Louise. You just go on and take the Maylocks and call the Rock in the morning. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. All right. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So that was a great Rock in my be out with another Jim. Um, just being the Rock, man, like we always say here on the sports desk, you know, he is the greatest – of all time on the microphone. All right, so we're gonna shoot right into our top five. All right, this segment has been hot. You know, we've been getting a lot of love and a lot of attention uh, with this segment. And we appreciate uh, everybody who's you know showing us love and participated in our segment. But this week, man, just recognizing me and Black was going back and forth the other day trying to figure out what can we do for our top five this week. And you know, Black was like, "Hey, man, college football." is done it's over with you know let's, let's let's do a little nod there to college football so we came up with our personal favorite top five college football quarterbacks of all time who we enjoy so this is not an all-time list this is who we enjoy throughout our years on this earth watching college football so black talk to me man talk give, give me your five man who are your five greatest college football quarterbacks in your opinion
1: yeah, man, like you say, man, this is based on us, man. So all our Twitter guys don't take this personally. We know how y'all like to take things a little personal, but you know, it's all five, man. It's 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 what it's the quarterbacks we feel, you know, who are who are the best in college football. But at number five, I got Lamar Jackson. Okay. At number five, at number four, I have Tim Tebow. At number oh my four. Goodness. At number three, I have Joe Barrow. Oh. And at number two, I have Jameis Winston At number one, I have Mr. Cam Newton Okay, Oh,
0: pretty surprised by your list There's a couple names I thought for sure you would say And you didn't say on that list But, you know, that's cool, that's a, that's a good five, Black Alright, so we're gonna roll down my top five uh, For me, at number five was Sexy Rexy Rex Grossman Alright I love to see Rex play Throwing it to Ike Hilliard Jacobs And uh I think it was Rita Anthony No it was Here, here, here Jacobs and Gaffney gotcha. Alright yeah, They used yeah. to wear those uh, Say it no, i talking about Our homeboy Cedric Ford They used to wear those Blue Nike Wristbands on their Right knee and Grossman would just let that thing fly, man. Yes, so he would, boy. I hate Florida. I'm not a Florida Gators fan, but I was a fan of Rex Grossman. All right? Number four, Kenny Dorsey. All right? From the Miami Hurricanes. A surgeon. Yeah. He was a surgeon the whole time. He was there. A very smart, intelligent uh, quarterback. And anytime Miami needed it, he got it for him. You know what I'm saying? So, Kenan Dorsey, I really enjoyed watching him play. Number three, Jameis Winston. He revitalized Florida State at a time. Me and Black just didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know where he was going to come from, who he was, but he came in the form of number five. Yes, he did. And he got us a championship, so I love to see Jameis play. Number two, Cam Newton. All right um transcendent player a player we've never seen before in college football at that time just a remarkable season that he had and I didn't miss a game from Cam Newton and number one Deshaun Watson all right out of Clemson uh magical player man magical (laughs) player I love Deshaun I voice that here quite regularly uh on our show but um Deshaun Watson was a great one and I enjoyed watching him so so, yeah, man, that, that was our top five college quarterbacks who we enjoy watching, who we, you know, look forward to seeing. So, y'all hit us up on Twitter. Y'all hit us up on our Instagrams. Y'all text us, however y'all want to play it. Y'all just let us know, you know what I'm saying, what's your five-all when it comes to the college football quarterback rankings, okay? All right, man, so we're going to transition into, well, right now we're live. You know, NFC Championship game just kicked off. San Francisco 49ers and Mr. Garoppolo, are taking the field, all right? So we're gonna be blurting out things as this game is going, but uh, we're gonna get back into the show. Um, excuse me. So we're gonna get into our tweet of the week, man, and you know, hey, last night was a a special night, man.
1: Yes, it was, D. Last night was a very special.
0: It was a special night in the in the MMA world, man. And there were so many different tweets, man. I, I don't have one. I'm just gonna just shoot off some reactions that was happening around the time that this thing was closing out. Uh, you got, wow. Uh, somebody said, man, I stayed up for this. Uh, Bruce Buff, Buffer rambled like an insane lunatic for longer than the Connor and Cowboy fight was. <laughs> another dude was like, Jesus. Nate Diaz chimed in and said, why does Masvidal have on a robe? Uh, UFC go, he is back. Uh, Brent Okamoto, writer for MMA.com on ESPN. Short term, but disappointed. The night went that quick. As far as moving forward, my God. The excitement about McGregor being back, back. Away we go. Uh, Got more people saying, This is unreal. Somebody else saying, Bombs away. Somebody's like, What is this? Then you got somebody saying, uh, Ariel Hawani, ESPN. I don't think Cerrone landed a punch. Maybe he landed one. That couldn't have gone any better for McGregor. And last but not least, my man Freddie Bricks, the god, is back. (laughs) 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 Connor McGregor, yo, shout out to Meat Mill. Issues, you're going to get that iTunes title, all that right there. Shout out to Meat Man. All right, Black Man. You know what that means, man? Usually when we uh get into our um t- coming out Twitter week, we transition right into uh our first topic of the day. And before we get going, black, like, I just want to play a couple of clips here, man. Just a couple of clips just to kind of bring us back um to where we are. Conor McGregor, man, he had a fantastic evening last night, man, and you know, he is reminding us as always Yes, he is. He is back. He is back. So, Black, let's get this thing popping, man. Let's be appropriate. Talk to me, Black. What'd you think about... No, Let's let's not talk about the card, because I think we can both agree there were no other highlights on the card. It wasn't. There wasn't no highlights on the card. There was just one in particular highlight, and that was the Conor McGregor-Donna uh, Donna Cerrone fight. So, Black... While well, we warm this up, man, Yo, check it. Call little C, talk to us, boy, boy. man. <laughs> what you call him last week? What you call
1: him last week? Hey, Mr. Mac, man. Hey, like strikes again. Now. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Get this nigga next Out of here, the nigga. Be all <laughs> that he did.
0: Man, I can't believe Talk to me, man. What you got going, man, last night, man? Hey, man,
1: look here, man. I'm going to get straight to it, man. Like, I was in awe last night, man. Like, as many times it had. That we have watched this guy just do amazing things in the octagon. I think last night was just top notch. I'm sorry. Just the best thing he could do, man, to come out the way he came out all for almost two years. Yep. And get rid of Donald Cerrone in 40 seconds. This man did get in touch. If anybody was paying attention to it to to the fight, if y'all see McGregor's hair, it was the same way he came in the octagon and left it. Correct. So, man, I'm just an artist, guy, man. Like the sky's the limit. Like at this point, I really don't care what McGregor who he fights, whoever at this point long as as long as long as he's in that ring, man, whoever he's fighting, I'm rooting for him, man, because it seemed like he didn't got his life together. Yeah, he didn't took some pages out of. Other professional athletes Kudos to LeBron James For showing Some other athletes The way man To take care of your body And get yourself right mm-hmm. And this looked like This is what we seen Last night man a, a guy who's hungry He ready for a new run UFC Y'all fighters Better watch out man Cause this guy Is coming with vengeance mm-hmm. He got it on his mind And he's humble about it This time mm-hmm. He's humble about it He's coming He's coming with A different attitude -hmm. About knocking y'all the hell out now, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's scary to see what McGregor's doing, man. I'm excited. Shout out to Donald Cerrone, man. Like he's still one of the best. Yep. You just picked the wrong person at the wrong time, my guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But hey, you got a big payday, so he I I I wouldn't be too mad about it. But you know, shout out to Conor, man. I'm happy to I'm happy that he was able to perform in that way to remind everybody. Who missed it. Mac is.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, just oh, surprise, surprise, motherfucker. The king is back. Yes, he is. Um, man, w- 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 let's, I want to back up a bit before the fight. Uh, leading to the fight, McGregor was very, um, visibly, uh, ch- a changed person, uh, with just his footsteps, uh, going towards the fight. Um, his mindset going towards the fight, uh, all the interviews, the way he talked about Donald, the way he talked about the sport, his business himself, he just seemed refocused, realigned in a way had, we had never seen. And I'm not going to lie, I was somewhat kind of worried about, man, you know, I'm so used to the the, the the venomous Conor McGregor at these press conferences, him being loud and rambunctious and just borderline out of control at these press conferences. And, and he wasn't at all throughout this whole uh, walk leading up to this fight. But the one thing that was just number one throughout this whole thing, he was focused. Every time I seen him, whether well, it was an interview, the way in him walking out to the cage last night, it was a focus there of an athlete who wanted to take his rightful place. You know, and last night he took a step closer to being that. We're going to get into him being the GOAT uh, in, in a little bit, but uh, just going back to the fight, um, I was worried for Cerrone the whole time. I mean, Cerrone is a legend. Uh, he holds many UFC records, but he was in the wrong place at the wrong time against the wrong guy last night, and couldn't proved that from the jump. See, a lot of people didn't, I don't know if a lot of people caught this, when the the bell rang for the first round, Conor ran ran to him. He ran to Donald Cerrone. It wasn't Conor's regular walk when he got his left hand out, kind of keeping the uh, opponent at bay while he's trying to measure his strike. He jumped on this man. Yes, he did. Got into the clinch with a bigger Cerrone. (laughs) Coming in, Cerrone was 185, 190 easily. McGregor might have been still 170, maybe no bigger than 175, but Cerrone was the bigger man, and he Cerrone, uh, McGregor engaged in the clinch, and when he threw that first shoulder, I was like, okay, maybe he's just trying to, you know, let Cerrone know, hey, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? But he threw it again, and Cerrone didn't move. Then he threw it again and broke Cerrone's nose. Then he threw it again, and Cerrone was like, oh, what's happening? Backed him up, head kick down. Cerrone goes, <laughs> bop, 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 bop. That's your fight. Forty seconds. Me and Black was watching the fight together, man, and we was in shock. We Both of us picked McGregor to win I said first round KO I, I said he was going to get him in the first round But I ain't, bro We didn't expect that That like was a mauling, man We
1: didn't expect that That was a mauling I can't even remember what round I said uh, That was a mauling, man He was going to finish it in But, like, man Man, so people, impressive you, man. you have to be this, this is what I want y'all guys to understand I know y'all see it a lot From you uh, In the UFC If y'all pay attention to UFC But We've been watching UFC for years and years and years. Yeah, you know when UFC really wasn't even big yet. We were paying attention to UFC. Yeah, but you don't understand the magnitude of what happened last night. Correct. This guy being the biggest star in the UFC, going through everything that he's been through—criminal, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, fights, hitting people off. You know, doing whatever. Just foolishness. Just foolishness. Just foolishness. foolishness. (laughs) Most people who go through stuff like that and then and then battle everything that's going on and losing in the ring, they usually don't bounce back from that.
0: They don't return.
1: And then you're talking about the layoff on top of top of that. Uh Dana White said it perfectly last night in his post-fight interview. He said, I'm a strong believer in ring rust, but he said Connor McGregor changed my mind tonight Man. about ring rust. Like, yep. for this guy to go through everything he's been through yeah. and to find himself. And put on a performance like that yeah. in forty seconds. How can you top that? How can you top it? Yeah. And I'm like, man, like I'm a I'm a I've always been a McGregor fan from 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 the jump. Mm-hmm. When when he first came in the USC, when we first started finding out about him, right. Just to see that man is it, it makes it reminds you who the king of the USC is, man. It reminds people. People were reminded last night. Mm-hmm. I don't care who was at the fight, what other fighters was at the fight. They were reminded themselves who the top dog is in the UFC. Correct, man. Absolutely correct. You know,
0: uh McGregor, he I can't he said it. He said it himself. He said it was never a physical thing. It was never physical. Like uh, I I was always in shape. I could, I could be ready to go, but it's mental. And we saw that last night. We saw his mental Uh, energy and strength kind of go into the octagon and just shut it down, man. He shut it down last night in devastating fashion. Like, we haven't seen in a while now, the last time I seen A moment like that in the octagon go so fast Was when Vidal hit Askren with that knee Yeah, Now that was incredible, yeah. something I had Never seen before in the octagon, like it was on That level, and that's something that was rare that we Don't see,
1: and, and I think an- And I think another moment too that you had to Bring up that made me think about, I started thinking about Moments like that, from being off So long, and the type of fighter, or face of the UFC, gotta go back to George when he came back and beat Bisbean. You know those type of moments yeah, 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 yeah. are big moments. Mm-hmm. You know you talk about you talking about guys who've been faces who return from long, long layoffs to perform the way they did and get a win. Like this is this is big, man. Like great. I'm so excited for it was great. What's to come for McGregor? What he's going to do? I hope he fight in March. I really do. I really hope he fight in March because he looked so good man incredible incredible last night like whoever he fights in march y'all better watch
0: out yeah with him being at 170 man you know i'm always worried about a guy who's naturally a 155 or you know then he goes up to 170 but you know we got to remind ourselves he fought nate diaz at 170 twice he fought him twice at 170 man so he's been there before you know cerrone uh again man i just hate it had to be him you know what i'm saying because the legend of what he means to the sport but well done, Conor McGregor. Hats off to Conor McGregor. What an excellent performance. It is so good to see him back uh, in the rain. And, and it's good to see his head on straight. Like him showing the respect, you know, to Cowboy. And, and Cowboy's grandmother jumped into the ring. And he showed some respect to his grandmother last night. And just and just where he is. And at the end of his uh, uh post-fight with uh, Joe Rogan, uh, the, the real McGregor showed his teeth one more time when, you know, he said, uh, you know, what what do you call them? You you hollering foos. You, yeah. You hollering fools. I take on every last one of you. You know, cause they all they were all there. Yeah. That, everybody, that was there. everybody was there. Everybody was
1: there. Master was, there. Masvidal was, was there.
0: there. Yeah. They 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 the the guys who are in line to try to fight this dude were there. You know what I'm saying? So great uh performance by Conor McGregor last night. Thank God he had a great performance because that car was trash. That was, trash. Car. trash. that was a boring car. That was a boring card, man. But hey. We know who we were there to see from the beginning. Anyway, we were all there to see, and it was well worth the wait.
1: It was well worth the wait. Absolutely.
0: All right, so let's move on. Also uh, in UFC two forty six, let's go. What's next for Conor McGregor? Black? Who do you want to see McGregor fight next? Um, You say you want to hope he gets on that March card, but who who do you who would you like to hear announced that Conor McGregor will be fighting next? Man,
1: well, I would, I would, I would, I would have said. can be, but he has a fight. So um, in March, in March, uh, no, in April he has a fight. Yeah, in April, April. 18th, yeah. So if Conor's trying to have a quick turnaround and fight in March, you know who other than uh, doll man? It makes it makes the most sense. Right. You know, I've been a, I've been one of the ones also saying that I want to see him fight, that I want to see him fight Gaethje. But now after what I seen last night, he won't stand a chance. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would he would clean his clock too. So I don't want to see that. But mm. uh, to me, Masvidal make the most sense right now for McGregor. Or I'll take a, I'll take a trilogy with Nate Diaz. I'll okay. take that. I'll All take right. that okay. if, if that was to happen. Either of those two fights will be big fights. And, and, and if they do announce it, that's one of the fights I would want it to be. Okay. Well, we are in the first
0: quarter. Uh, Five 55 left. 49ers have just scored. Uh, it is seven to nothing, 49 is in the NFC Championship game. So you will be hearing this during this episode. We are watching the NFC Championship game live. All right. So um, back to McGregor. Who would I like to see him fight next? I mean, the the list is long. You know, um, a Justin Gaethje fight and Conor McGregor. I will I will be excited to see that. I don't think. Gaethje's name is big enough yet To be on the same build as a Conor McGregor Does Gaethje have the skills Absolutely Is he a game fighter Yes he is But I don't think his name is big enough So that leads on to next It, it, it can't be, it can be like Black said He he has a fight against a very dangerous Tony Ferguson Very dangerous in April So that leaves two names left on the list For me That's Jorge Masvidal and that's Kamar Usman Now, the UFC has a tricky situation here. Does Dana White listen to Conor McGregor and say, hey, give me Usman for the title or give me Masvidal for the BMF title and all the money? I think McGregor is, he's held the titles. He's been your 45 and 55 champ at the same time. Not to diminish championships because they are very, very important.
1: Yes, they are. But
0: when you get a guy who kind of, and I hate to say this because I'm a big fan of champions, when you got a guy who is kind of above a championship right now and is a draw like him, bro, them belts don't matter when you fight this guy. Like Floyd Mayweather. Correct. Yeah, exactly (laughs) like Floyd. Like, you want to fight this guy to get paid? You want to fight this guy to get a sold-out venue, Uh, 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 a social media extravaganza? Like, you want a show. And Conor McGregor is the biggest star the UFC has ever had. Not Ronda Rousey, not GSP, not Anderson Silva, not John Jones. None of these guys can even, or the young lady, excuse me, Ronda Rousey, can hold a candle to Conor McGregor. No, they can't. He is the biggest, and I think if you take Masvidal. And you take McGregor and you put that BMF belt on the line and you throw that chunk, that money up that like you have to do and you set that up, man, I think that would be probably the biggest view fight in UFC history due to the fact that Masvidal is just on a terror. Yeah. And he just has the, the the fight world culture by the hand. Like, people are fans of Masvidal right now. And Masvidal and McGregor been, you know, smacking a little bit back and forth. So that's what I would like to see next. I was telling Black last night. I don't want to see him fight Usman, man. No, I, I just don't. That's the
1: only person I don't want to see him fight. And, he can and, fight anybody else but him.
0: And it's not to say that I think, you know, you know, yeah, I, am, I guess I am saying it. I just think Usman will be way too much for McGregor. Like, even though him and Kobe stood toe-to-toe and just threw bombs for five rounds for the welterweight strap, I don't think Usman is going to be so reluctant to do that again. Like, that took a lot out of him, man, to stand there and trade shots with Kobe. And for you to sit there and trade shots with a more heavy-handed left-hander in McGregor who could probably knock Usman out, I don't think he's going to take that chance. I think no. he's going to get McGregor on that ground and punish him. pound him. him you know, like, like yeah, Khabib did. Right. Right. Like Khabib did. So, we'll see, man. It's so many, so many, 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 many obstacles, man, that are in front of Conor McGregor. But I think he just jumps over them. And he just has a hell of a year. McGregor said he wants to fight four times this year. He wants to fight four I,
1: times. And I really hope, man. I really hope he turn around and fight again in March. Cause what could be so wrong? Look what look, look 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 at last night, man. It's only it's only right for him to come back and fight in March. It's right. only right. Like why would you want to take a long wait long layoff and wait? Like Dana White was saying us in the post fight interview, like. If McGregor wants to wait for, can be after his fight, like, no, why, why, why wait for him? Like McGregor got something to prove, man. And he, he, if, if, if can be want to make it hard, okay, next man up, whoever Word. it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like D just said, I don't care about them belts no more. McGregor then proved everything he needed to prove along the lines of, of a Floyd Mayweather. You don't fight Floyd Mayweather for the belts. You fight him for the money. Payday. And that's what and that's what it's about now when you fight Conor McGregor. As long as Donald Cerrone has been in this game, he made the most money he's, he ever made in his life on last night fighting Conor McGregor. Yep. That's what it's about. Even Masvidal said it in the interview. Who would he rather fight? Conor McGregor. The it's money. only right because of the money. That's what it's about. You want to get your biggest payday with this guy. Right. And, you know, potentially get a win uh, and say that you beat him. But... Like that's what it's about. I don't care about them belts. You know, if McGregor want to make history, I'm cool with that. Go ahead, McGregor, do your yeah, thing. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. But the thing is about making that bread, and and he already came out and said he want to fight the best. Best. He don't care who it is. Yeah. Honestly, he don't care. We may have concerns, but he has no concerns. No. And after we what we seen last night, why would he? Why should he have concerns? Right. 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 <laughs> so. You know, I. I, I it, uh... oh,
2: surprise! Surprise! Motherfucker, the king is back. Yeah, I just
0: want to pay that one more time, but you know, um, shouts out to the UFC on a great night last night, great great event with McGregor coming back, and we'll see what's next. You know, McGregor said last night, you know, his next fight will be announced soon, you know, so it's not something that we're going to have to wait on. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see who he gets in there with, but before we leave, uh, Conor McGregor, uh, Black, you see Floyd Mayweather. Uh, tweeted out an Instagram out a photo with him and McGregor 2020 and McGregor said Floyd texts him after the fight Floyd text Conor McGregor after the fight saying 2020 with a question mark so it's like this leads me to believe has has Floyd Mayweather ever chased anybody for a fight
1: D as as long as (laughs) as long as as long as we've been following Floyd and watching Floyd and once he became the top, once he became the top dog, it's only one person I I seen Floyd like go out there, and that was the top dog at that time, in Oscar De La Hoya. Right, right. That's the only one I've right. seen him ever chase. Right, but that was for become top dog. Right, Oscar was top dog. He beat Oscar, so he became top dog. So no, we haven't. We we I've only seen it once. Right, in in Floyd Mayweather's career. Right. But like for him to come out a retired man in Floyd Mayweather, but Floyd, what what is Floyd Floyd, Floyd Floyd Mayweather is a businessman first. He know he know money makes sense to him, so he gonna do the best thing he can do to make the most money he can make. You know, and we've never seen I, him chase somebody like but this. But we haven't. We you're right. We haven't. We so haven't. what does that
0: say about McGregor, man? What it says I, a lot. What it says I a say? lot about him.
1: But. This is not nothing that we haven't known
0: already, D. That's the thing. No, I was, you're right. This is something we already knew. But I'm just saying, like, I'm looking on my phone. I'm like, Floyd Chasey? Floyd Mayweather Jr. Out of all the athletes in the world, Floyd Mayweather Jr. is chasing? And he didn't wait to do it. He sent out the picture and text McGregor seconds after the fight. Seconds. So, man, I'm just excited you know, to see where this goes because he could potentially fight McGregor next. I mean, uh, Floyd yeah. Mayweather next. But you
1: see what he posted today. You know, he was like, you know, two of the best. He posted one of him and Can and one of him and uh, him and Connor. So I don't know what Floyd up to, man. Like,
3: yeah. I don't know
1: what's going on. And then from what Dana said in his post fight, yeah. he said, uh, uh, Mayweather. Text him throughout the fight. Right. You know, as stuff was I mean throughout the throughout the card yeah, they yeah. was talking uh, about different things and then text him right after. But you know, Dana didn't get into what the correct, conversation correct, was. correct. But he said that something's gonna happen with uh boxing MMA again. He did say that. He yeah. said he just don't know what right now at this point.
0: Yeah, man. So it's interesting, man. You know, it, it is so good to see this sport in MMA get to the heights that they are, man. Kudos to Dana White. And the entire UFC staff for just grinding and grinding throughout these years. Like Black said, man, we've been watching this sport, man, um, when it was in its infant stages, man. And, and, and to see it blossom, to get where it's at, we, we used to go to the uh, the spot. I think it was like the Wing House or something we used to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Out Southside Boulevard here in Duval, man, and watch these fights faithfully, man. Faithfully, every man. Every weekend. Every, every week, weekend. And, and to, for us to be here now and seeing... Where it's at man I'm just so excited For UFC And I'm so glad To have my dog Mystic Mac uh, Back in the building Yeah
1: I think you need To play that one more time man I think one? you need to play that Notorious one more time oh, for okay, him, man. Tempo. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, let's man. ride out, man. Yeah, let's ride, ride out, you know, so I was, Man, man. I
0: mean, we recording live right now, and I'm just no, still, still so replaying in, in my 10, head, bro. bro, it's, it's, crazy, bro. Man. it's, it's man. crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. Shout out, McGregor, man. Man, I could talk about this the whole show. Yeah, I could, too. We got a lot more. We got a lot more. You know, we got to get to it,
1: man. Hey, you know what? I want to give a special shout out before we get off McGregor's. Special shout out to my man's Mr. R.J., who was talking oh, all that yap no. about my guy. Talking about, oh, he 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 picks on smaller people. He picks on people who's not fighters. Oh. He does this and does that. I hope he gets knocked out. I hope he takes the L. But, <laughs> well, my guy, Mr. R.J., Rufio, you what's reap up? what you sow, my boy. You reap what you sow. Rufio. Ha, ha, ha. The king is back. The king <laughs> is back, and you better get used to it. War McGregor, baby. What's up,
0: Rufio? All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, make sure he hit this black. Make sure he make sure he hit this. I'm going to make sure, make sure he, hit. he hit this. All right. All right man, so we're going to transition into the NFL very very quickly like I said. Um we just finished the AFC Championship game and we are now looking at the NFC Championship game. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So let's get into it, man. The National Football League Championship Sunday. Such an exciting time here Um, going into the Super Bowl week. So up first, man, today at 3.05 this Sunday, which we are recording on, all right? The Kansas City Chiefs advance, all right, to the Super Bowl, defeating the (laughs) the game Tennessee Titans, who went on a hell of a run this year. 35 to 24 uh, At Arrowhead Stadium Andy Reid Back in the Super Bowl For the second time Patrick Mahomes Going out of his first ring Black What did you Take from the game Um, And and, and just just your overall Thoughts on the game You know With the Chiefs advancing uh, To the Super Bowl man
1: Man I'm excited man I'm excited Most More excited for Andy Reid Than anybody man Like Yeah Hell of a coach man He's been doing it For a long time You know Why not him man Why not him Yeah And um He's supposed to be in the Super Bowl, man. Especially what the way things went this year. You yeah. know, why not Andy Reid, man? So I'm excited for them and Pat Mahomes, man, he's proven why he's the best quarterback in the league, hands down. I'm just go go ahead and say it. Yeah, period. He is. We've been saying it. Like we kinda went away for it. we went away from it from a little a little bit because of what Lamar was doing. But he's the best quarterback in the league. And period. for him to uh be in his first Super Bowl early in his career, like this like like he is, man, this is it's a big deal. But uh, Kansas City gave Tennessee a dose of their own medicine, man. Right. They ran the ball a whole lot in this game. They ran the yeah. ball a whole lot. And um in this game, uh Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes was the leading rusher in this game. He had eight carries for 53 yards and a touchdown in this game. Mm-hmm. And then a dose of uh Damian Williams and plus uh their rookie running back. I don't know his name at this time. But um they ran the ball, man. It was it was a couple of plays in the, like the whole third quarter, they ran the ball more than they passed the ball. I think they had a couple of sets in, in, in the third quarter where they ran the ball seven straight times. Right. Like yep. we usually don't see that from Kansas City. Not from them. Uh, Pat Mahomes only threw the ball 35 times. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's, it's, it's it's, a, it's, it's not a lot. We didn't see a whole lot more for him throwing the ball yeah. that many times, but he was 23 for 35, 294 and three touchdowns in the rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's crazy how Andy Reed did that, man. That's, that's, that's good coaching, man. Like, Give these guys a dose of their own medicine. Let's run this clock out like the the third quarter went by so fast, man. They like Tennessee only had the ball once in the third, one time in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. But man, uh, Tennessee was game at first. Man, they came out and jumped on Kansas City, and I was like, oh, here we go again. Like, but you know, Kansas City always gonna make their run, man. Like they throw they after uh, Tennessee went up seventeen to seven, they they scored three straight touchdowns and to take the lead. So. I'm happy for Kansas City, man. Good job, man. Cinderella story for Tennessee this year. I'm sh- pretty sure they're going to be back again because Mike Vrabel is a very good coach. But, man, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Andy Reid.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Right after the game, Andy Reid was seen saying uh – "Uh." I am back. What it do, baby? Yes, sir. Andy Reed is back in the Super Bowl. And, and I wish we had Fred with us today, man. Cause you know, we we've constantly had these conversations on the sports desk with Andy Reed, the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in the National Football League. Um, they finally get their chance, man. This is Andy Reid's best shot to win the championship. No matter who they face, the 49ers or the Packers, which we are currently watching in the NFC Championship game. Um, outstanding performance by the Chiefs. They got down 10 to nothing, man, and Big Hand was moving. Big Hand was moving. I was like, Lord, Lord, Lord. But at the same time, I was texting my homeboy Eddie, and I was telling him, I said, Hey man, they ain't got enough points. 10 points ain't enough. 10-nothing ain't enough, man. They ain't got enough. Yeah. And before I blanked twice, it was 14-10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the Chiefs, man. And, and Tannehill had a good day. 21 for 31, 209, two tubs. Um Derrick Henry, man. He started off strong, but he just flamed out yeah. because he wasn't on the field, and they really couldn't get the offensive going. Uh, they're hearing 19 carries, 69 yards, 3.6 on the ground, and one touchdown. That's not enough for Tennessee. They needed more. He's been averaging 30 carries in the first two playoff games against the Patriots and the Ravens. For him to only have 19, it wasn't enough. But hell of a job by Andy Reid and the coaching staff going into the second half uh, of this game, making critical adjustments to keep them off the field. And then low in the box – making Ryan Tannehill throw the football, which he did pretty well, but yes, it, it wasn't enough time. Yeah, Kansas City offense was already rolling. Tyreek Hill was tremendous today, tremendous. And that speed is scary, man. When you see that speed, I can imagine how it look in person. Looking at it on TV, man, it's like, man, this is the fastest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking about faster than a car. Like, this dude is just ridiculous, man, with the speed, man. But everybody was clicking, man. Everybody was clicking for the cheese, even with a slow start. They got over the... Andrew Reed got over the hunt being in Kansas City. His entire time in Kansas City, man, he's been doing great. I don't think they've missed the playoffs since he's been there.
1: Yo, they haven't. I they don't haven't. think they...
0: I don't think... I don't think so. So, even with the transition from Alex Smith moving into Pat Mahomes, they got to the AFC title game last year, lost in OT to the Pats. Hey, they got another crack at it, and they made good this year. So, yeah, they they're did. headed to the Super Bowl down in Miami Gardens, and I'm excited to see it, man. I mean, at this point, you know... It doesn't matter to me who they face, Green Bay or San Francisco. I can tell you right now, but I ain't gonna tell you because we have our predictions next week. (laughs) All right for the show. So uh, you thought you had me, didn't you? But uh, yeah, we're gonna give our predictions later on. But throughout this game, the NFC Championship game, which we are watching now, we'll be talking about it. But. Hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes,
1: going to the Super Bowl. Blake, you got anything else to add? Yeah, man, shout out to uh, Kansas City receivers, too, man. They showed up today. Best they corner showed, They showed up today after that god-awful performance last week. Best corner the, uh, Dropping balls and everything last week. If it wasn't for Kelsey, you know, that game could have been a different way, but it wasn't. But shout out to Tyreek Hill, man, for backing up what he said, man. We the... We We can't be stopped We the best You know what I'm saying And he showed it today Uh Sammy Watkins went off today too, as well. Over 100 yards receiving with a with a uh, one touchdown. So, yeah, shout yeah. Out to, so shout out to those guys as well. That
0: was Watkins' first touchdown since Week One against the Jaguars, when he had three. Wow, that was his first. He had scored another touchdown since Week One, dog. Yeah, he
1: had seven receptions for 114 in the touchdown. That's
0: crazy. That's crazy, <laughs> man.
1: All right, so we're gonna stop by, man.
0: Uh, we got a lot of NFL brand new NFL head coaches. All right, so we haven't been able to discuss. Uh, A lot of the head coaches, but uh, the new head coaches in the league. But we just want to kind of recognize some of the moves. But we have one in particular clip uh, from some uh, New York Giants fans. Uh, It surfaced online uh, probably about, I don't know, two minutes after they saw the hire.
2: Who in the blue hell are you?
0: Yes, that's who they were wanting to know <laughs> with their head coach. What judge? Joe Judge. What's his name? Joe Judge. Um, yeah, and I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to disrespect the guy's name, but I think his name is Joe Judge. Actually, the new football coach of the New York Football Giants. And shout out to my guys Hassan Edwards and my man Charles Evans. Man, they are thoroughbred New York Football Giants fans, and it was a depressing uh, day for them when that announcement came and. And, and, and I told the guys, hey, look, hey, hey, we, hey, got to give the guy a chance. You really don't know. You know, they're not trying to hear it. But, hey, the Giants have their head coach, and they also have a new offensive coordinator. Now, this is the one that made me holler, all right, with Jason Garrett, Coach Clap, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys. Thank God he is no more. But he is now the offensive coordinator of the New York Football Giants Now to keep it real Black I think Garrett Would do a better job as an Officer coordinator without the pressures of Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys on his neck Because before him, before he was a head Coach, the two seasons he had in Dallas as the OC, OC we was running it up, mm-hmm. you know, with Romo, T.O., Marion, Barber, uh, 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 what's my uh Jones, uh, at other running back. Like we had a nice little squad, man. Yeah, did we were scoring some points before he got it. So hey, new hey, New York Giants fans, have a little hope. That's a horrible hire, man. Okay, Black, like you said it. Okay, yeah, cool. okay, you, cool.
1: I don't know why you even just said it. it's a horrible hire.
0: Hey, bruh. hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so we got the Cleveland Browns with their new head coach, uh, Mr. Kevin. Stefanaski, a formerly defensive coordinator i believe of the minnesota uh vikings uh he is the new head coach of the cleveland browns so they went defense uh instead of offense um uh, minded head coach um not really sure at the moment what his staff is looking like but i'm not really sure about this hire i mean i Minnesota has had a really good defense over the I think you've been there the last three years. They have had one of the better defenses in the league, but they're also ultra talented on that side of the ball as well. So it'd be interesting, Black, to see, you know, what he puts together in Cleveland with the team that has so much talent and hype, man. Well, what you think about that hire, man?
1: Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm kinda on the fence about this hire, man, because me personally, I feel like uh uh San Francisco defensive coordinator was supposed to be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Okay. But they went another way. Um, I don't know, man. I could I can understand why they went defensively because look at everything they got on the offense. You know, you you just get you a, a try to get you a top notch young up and coming offensive guy here mm-hmm. to deal with that talent on the offensive side of the ball. You could do something, mm-hmm. but um, they they showed with that hire that defense, you know, mm-hmm. has to be the key and you know uh, to get this thing going because defense was. Uh, horrible for them last year, mm-hmm. so I I can understand how I just don't know if he's the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I I heard that he interviewed for this job uh, last year, but they gave it to uh, the former Freddie Kitchens. Fred, Kitchens. You know, they stayed in the house and gave it to Freddie Kitchens. But um, we'll see what happened, man. I it, it ain't a sexy hire, but it's not. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it is, man. Uh, he could be one and done if, if this doesn't work out. You know, who uh, you knows, think, you, man? I
0: don't know. I don't think they can afford another one and done uh, head coach. They just got rid of Kitchens at one and done. So, you need to try to build some type of stability.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, but, okay. You know, he got a lot of egos, bro, for, his, for this to be his first job. Like Freddie Kitchens, he has a lot of egos to yeah. maintain in uh, in that locker room. But – We'll see what happens man um but shout out to him for getting the job man shout right. out to him your yeah. Yeah, head
0: coach uh 49ers up 10 to nothing over my Super Bowl pick to get to the Super Bowl Green Bay Packers uh we're still no we're in the second quarter 12 minutes to go so some other notable head coaching hires um the uh, Carolina Panthers hired a former Baylor head coach Mr. Matt Rule all right he was uh, highly touted, a lot of people wanted to interview this man and have him come in as their uh, next head coach, and he chose the Carolina Panthers. And um, I, I, I get where the Panthers are going Of innovative, uh, innovative uh, offensive mind, somebody who can bring a something new uh, to the NFL, revitalize the Panthers' offense. When well, you got a weapon like Christian McCaffrey, I mean, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want that, you know, to be able to work with. So. I'm intrigued by the hire. Um I think it's a good hire. Yeah, I think that's um,
1: a, I think that's a uh, I think that's a home run hire. You think it's a home uh, run? I think it's a home run hire, reason okay. being uh his track record, man. His track record. Um, okay. He's been in the NFL uh he's been in the NFL before uh coaching under Tom Coughlin, has a Super Bowl as a coordinator with the Giants. Right. Then went to Temple and turned Temple around. Um I think it was I think I seen that he got Temple all the way up into the top 10 when he was the coach at one time. <laughs> There at, at Temple And um, Also being at Bella and, and Bella was in disarray After everything man like, Sanctions Sanctions all that, man. You know all that sex scandal stuff And mm. It was crazy man And he Rose them up for the dead And They got into the top 10 this year So Right I think it's a sexy hire man Reason, why, reason being why I say it's a sexy hire He has Cam Newton And Christian McCaffrey Like I think that's Two of the best combos you can have as an offensive coordinator, right? Like in Cam and Christian McCaffrey, man. Like, why not? You know, and I know he probably took his time wondering, well, you know, what job should I take? You know, what makes makes the most most sense? And uh, I would be shocked if it if if it doesn't work. You know, I would be really shocked. But it's the NFL. We've seen right. worse. But I think I love the hire by uh okay. Carolina and um with it with with Matt Rule.
0: Okay, cool, cool. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out, man. Uh, A couple more hires. You know, you got the Washington Redskins hiring Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, new head coach of the Redskins. And my Dallas Cowboys have hired uh, Super Bowl winning coach Mike McCarthy, formerly of the Green Bay Packers. Um, I wasn't as upset about the hire as a lot of people was. Um, and I wasn't excited either. It was one of those hires where I was like, okay, cool. You know, let's see what you can come in here and do. Instead of me being like hella excited and exil- just through the roof about uh, the hire, if you would have got like an Urban Meyer, you know, I, I probably would have did a special edition show by myself, Black, if you would have hired <laughs> I know you Ur- was high Urban, Ur- Urban Meyer. Yeah, boy. Urban Meyer to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, we got Mike McArthur, Super Bowl winning coach. He worked with an uh, elite talent in Aaron Rodgers he was a head coach of an elite franchise with the Green Bay Packers. So, I'm eager to see what he's going to do. News came out that he's going to allow Kellen Moore to continue to call the plays. So, I was like, "Wow, okay, because it came out that Jason Garrett was intervening with the play calling with Kellen Moore uh last year. And I was saying it during the season like our 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 offensive plays were just too sporadic. Like we was one week we was running the ball pitching out the backfield. The next week, we're going deep, going deep, going deep. I know you game plan for defenses, but offenses in the NFL, you have an identity. You just go out there and you run your offense. If you got the players, you're going to win. If you're coaching them up, you're going to win. And I was saying that all year, like, man, our offense look sporadic, man, with the play calling. And come to find out, Jason Garrett was intervening with Kellen Moore, you know what I'm saying, calling the plays, That's man. That's
1: horrible. I don't know, I and and I, I like the hire man because he a Super Bowl winning coach, man. Like, Real. you gotta respect that. It's the NFL. Yeah, you do. Um, did they? I see one thing. Did they ever hire the uh, linebackers curse from from the Saints? I knew they was going after him to be the linebacker. I mean, the d- defensive coordinator.
0: No, 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 they no, they, no. Uh, Rashard is still there. So, oh, it, so
1: he keeping some people. Uh,
0: well, yeah, he's gonna keep some people okay. from the staff. And nothing has came out about Rashard not still being. And I like Rashard. I like him as my defensive coordinator, Okay. so I wouldn't mind him staying. But I do think we need some more position coaches, gotcha. linebacker, okay. defensive back, okay. stuff like that. But you know, but yeah. So we had—I hadn't heard about that change yet in Dallas. I'm,
1: I'm kind that Ron Rivera hire, man. That's a sexy hire. That's good for the Redskins. That is good for the Redskins, yeah, yeah. man. Stability. And then on top of that, you get him, and then you got like the number two pick in the draft this year. Stability, man. Like. It's finna be insane, man. Like they already got a young up and coming defensive line, and then you basically finna add Chase Young to that. You know, to that defensive line. Pretty much, line. yeah. And uh, I forgot who his hire was. We he already got his. Oh, he got Jack Del Rio, man. Coordinator, great defensive, great defensive minded coach yeah. It's his defensive coordinator. Like, right. Uh, Ron Rivera on the move, man. And I want to see how Washington turns out. But I think, I think that Ron Rivera hire. Uh, was one of the best hires of uh, yeah of uh the offseason. Especially for in the NFL. Washington,
0: yes, it was. They've been abysmal, man. Washington has not been good at all, man. They haven't been good for quite some time now. So that was a great hire for them. Um, let's see. There were other hires uh, around the league. You know, new coordinators, new d- defense, offensive minor coordinators. So we just wanted to highlight on a couple of of the moves in the coaching carousel. Uh, that we didn't get a chance to get to. All right, so we're gonna transition into. Something interesting that took place over the week, Black. We had a documentary come out, all right? The Aaron Hernandez documentary that came out on Netflix. I think it was called Inside the Mind of Aaron Aaron Hernandez. And we're going to spend a few minutes just kind of talking about the story, you know, that we got. And, of course, kick it off with Black. Black, like, what did you take from this documentary? What did you learn? What were you surprised by? And just your overall thoughts
1: on the the documentary. Man, like... (laughs) Seeing this documentary gave me a whole different perspective of the whole Aaron Hernandez, his whole situation and everything that happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, he just, uh, okay, he killed somebody. Like, I, I don't think it was as big as what we see in this documentary. But looking at this documentary, man, it was like, this guy was, in some really dark, dark, dark places, man. Like, he was dealing from with a lot as a little boy. Mm-hmm. As a little boy that people didn't know. And if you, y'all you see the documentary, you know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you could see why his mind and the decision-making he made, Then dealing with so much of playing football and, you know, trying to cover things up and the pressures of just doing everything. How can it how it can affect a person? And we seen it in this documentary, man, like it I, like I told D when I was when I was looking at it, it gave me chills because it was heartbreaking to see, man, like that mm-hmm. guy to see him go through that man and his mind was so bottled up and messed up, man, like this guy was just sporadic, like just just crazy. You might as well go on and say he was crazy, like it is is it it was sad. It was sad to watch, but it was a very good documentary. You know they go in in depth with everything in this documentary. It's like one of the best documentaries I think Netflix have have done. And man, it's it was just sad, man, to you know see him. You know for them to put phone calls on there with his with his little girl and and, and you know and his fiance, his mother, his aunt. Like it was sad, man, to see that stuff, man. And then you know with the back and forth with uh, his friends or the guys he was in cahoots with and people he didn't kill and the reasons he killed them. It was sad, man, but I was like, wow. Like, I really didn't, when it happened, I was like, oh, it's Aaron Hernandez. He played for Florida. Like, I didn't really pay attention to it when it was first happening. But looking at this documentary, it make you wish you would have paid a little more attention to it. But I was like, man, this it, it was really sad, D.
0: Yeah, I was pretty uh, disgusted by the whole documentary uh, I I had no sympathy for Aaron Hernandez And the actions that he did You know, taking the life of Odin Lloyd And and uh, he was accused of taking two other lives Like, I had no sympathy for him No matter what you go through in life You know, you make decisions So anybody who wants to go out there And cause bodily harm or kill someone Like, I mean, I you know You get what you deserve, in my opinion You know, so that's just my stance on Aaron Hernandez Secondly, the documentary was very enlightening it was very enlightening seeing his upbringing, his childhood, relationship with his father and his mother, um, his closest cousin. Um, like, just seeing the the dark road he went down after his father passed away. Like, there was a plan in place for him to go to University of Connecticut, him and his brother play together. As soon as his father died, he took other visits and ended up in Gainesville, Florida, you know, with the Florida Gators, and they had a tremendous run there. But the stories of him just being just mentally unstable to the point where he was reckless and it was just building up building up from college all the way up to the nfl and the scenario of him you know taking the life of Odin lloyd which was his fiance's sister's boyfriend so he knew this man so this wasn't no joe blow this guy johnny come lately no you knew you've been around this man you know what i'm saying? And. We still don't know what took place to lead to that led Aaron Hernandez to do what he ultimately did, but the whole situation right there is is sickening. It's very, you know, what is, saying? And, it and it's disturbing. It's sad, and then man. the stuff coming out about his sexuality and stuff like that. Me personally, I didn't care about that. Like so many people in the world, they make decisions and what they do in the in with themselves and and when they're alone or when they're with whoever they are. I can care less about that. Like that's your decision. For your sexuality to be whatever you want it to be. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? All I cared about was learning a little bit more to say, okay, I can see why he went down this dark path. But also I wanna say I do not see or condone why he took lives. I don't. So that's the difference between, you know, those two for me. But it was well done. It was kinda of eerie watching it. You it know was, what I'm saying? It you know, was, it was very eerie. Especially
1: you know, especially when they got into like it, towards the end of the documentary, about him being molested as a child, and yeah, that was kind of. I was like, Man, like, if people, it's a lot. People don't know, like, you know, stuff like that really mess up people's lives. Absolutely, man. Him, you man. Know, Look at him. And I know, so I grew up with somebody personally who got molested as a child, and I'm like, and they still ain't the same, you know, they still dealing with a lot, you know, yeah. they 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 not the same, but I know that. And like D say, a lot of killing people, you don't condone that. You don't condone no, that. Man. But it was just sad to see, man, a uh guy like Aaron Hernandez had all the talent in the rural, you know, on top of the rural, man, signing sign a forty million dollar deal to play uh to play with the uh Patriots, man, yeah. and to see all to see him do all that and, and the part that angered me about it, like in the midst of him being at the height of his career, like he got a deal and he had killed the guy right before that. He had killed two guys Right before he got a deal So you Went and killed two people And then went and signed A $40 million deal With the Patriots Like yeah. People You be thinking What's going on In people's mind Like yeah. Like it's, it's crazy Like it's, it's, it's disgusting But it's also sad At the same time For me to see yeah. Yeah. This whole entire thing The way his whole life Like His whole life was just a down sparrow to me. I, man, it's a down. Power, yeah. It's a down. It was a down sparrow. Yeah. He may have some height sports wise, but his life in general is just straight down sparrow, man. Yeah. From from beginning to end. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if you you know if you care to you know look up more on the Aaron Hernandez thing, they they have the special on Netflix. They have the uh, they have more specials on TV. But us being sportsmen and us covering sports and having this show, you know, we've seen a lot of people on Twitter watching the documentary. So. I wasn't gonna watch it at all, but Black had called me, and I had seen some information on Twitter. People watching it who I knew, so I decided to give it a run. And you know, I'll never watch it again. But you know, it was something to say. Hmm. I kind of understand why his mind was like it was, but never ever condoning zero uh, of his actions. All right. So the only person who I really have sympathy for, my my heart goes out to, is his daughter, a child. You know, a young baby You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying And when Aaron Hernandez, you know, took his own life You know, she'll never have a father Know a father You yeah. know what I'm saying So that's, she's the only one that I sympathize with Yeah That's it Alright, so Alright, so we're gonna uh, transition out of that We're gonna get into uh, the college football but We're gonna kind of lighten up the mood a bit Like I was watching a little Martin, man, the other day, man You remember this here, man? no <laughs>
2: You know, no, <laughs> Don't you know no goo? Don't you know no guru? Don't you know no guru?
1: Man, I saw that thing, man. man. that would be so funny, man. I mean,
0: I was laughing so hard when I saw that Boy, thing, man. yeah, I man. remember you
1: had all the diss to Martin's. Yes, man, we yes. used to put the
0: mugs in and just yes. let them run, bro. Yes, bruh. man. Shout out Martin Lawrence, man. And shout out <laughs> to Bad Boys 3, man. Y'all go check that out. Me and my wife went to go check it out. And it is a great, great, great movie, man. Better than I thought it was going to be. So, shout out Martin Lawrence real self. And you,
1: you want to know something, bro? I'm just going to go ahead and say this thing, bro. Because we've been talking about this last night. To all our listeners on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, however you listen to. To uh, the sports desk, man The original The original bad boys It's me and my man's D sitting right here, man We the original bad boys, man We been Ten kicking four. it since day one, man so We was right outside the diapers, man like, We the original bad boys on Word. the sports desk, man We, got, we the bad boys, man <laughs> Yes,
0: sir Yes, sir Ten toes, baby Ten toes All right, so we're going to transition into college football, man Uh, The season has wrapped up. We have a champion, but we also have a lot of other discussions outside of our champion. So it is no secret. Everyone was looking forward to this game. The game really didn't shape out how we I'm just saying the game now who won. But the game didn't really shape out to what we thought you had the uh, undefeated LSU Tigers, number one in the country. 15-0 Fifteen and zero now, defeating the Clemson Tigers, forty-two to twenty-five. Coach O claiming his first national championship. Joe Burrow Heisman national championship season. Tremendous, tremendous season by the Tigers. Black, what was your thoughts on the game? What was, just just watching the game, how it all played out? What would you think about the game?
1: Man, uh, we actually, I felt like we actually got what we were talking about, man. Okay, uh, I felt like we wanted to see how LSU will finally respond under. Adversity and uh Clemson had a good game plan coming into the game and it was working, man. Um, uh, but I just don't think that lead that they had was stiff enough. Um, uh, Joe Burrow he looked bottled up in the first half, man. Bottled up, you know, not making a lot of plays, but the plays he did make kept <clears> LSU, you know, right there with Clemson, yeah. And uh, you know, to see them go through that adversity, man, they took down the champs, man. Like, yep, um. LSU defense came to play, man. They look like a totally different defense in the second half, man, from the first half. Made a lot of plays. But, man, yeah, Joe Burrow, those, uh, those receivers, man, like, it's just hard. Like, I've never seen uh, Clemson's DBs done like that, man. Like, they were all over the place, man. Uh, I don't know who I, – I can't, I can't even remember those guys, like, both of the corners name from Clemson. But it wasn't a good look for them. But, man, like, shout-out to LSU, man, for uh, – you can you, you can say one of a lot of people would say the best college football season ever, but that's still up for debate. But um shout out to them, man, for having a remarkable season and the things that uh, Joe Burrow did, I think it need to be recognized in uh, college football.
0: Yeah, man. I was watching the game the whole time, man. Hey, 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 <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, hey. Of course, you know, here at the sports desk, we was rolling with the Clemson Tigers, man. And we we didn't get that, man. And I'm gonna disagree with Black a little bit. I don't think we got what we really wanted, man. Like, I, we wanted a slug fest, a blow for blow. We wanted a 42-45 game. We That's wanted, what we was
1: getting at first. But
0: we didn't finish off like yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't Because we didn't. sooner or later, Joe Borrow was just like, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough, and I'm going to go 31 for 49, 463 in the air, five tubs, zero turnovers. Oh, and yeah, I'm going to rush for another touchdown too (laughs) to give me a total of six. 14 carries, 58 yards, 4.1 a clip for Boro on the ground. As far as the game, the first quarter was entertaining. Clemson got up 10. I was like, okay, okay, Clemson is working. The champs in the building, LSU is rocky. We haven't seen them deal with adversity. And then Burrow, Coach Owen, those guys, man, They and Br- Joe Brady, the the, the offensive coordinator, these guys were like, you know what, man, let's stop playing around. Let's do what we've been doing all year, man. From Jefferson to Moss to Burrow to, like, these guys just turn it on. And shout out to that defense, man. Like, the defense played so good, man, for uh LSU man. They was locked in after the first quarter. And they pretty much denied Clemson the rest of the way. You know, they was they was hitting my man Sunshine. Oh, Sunshine. Man, man, oh they man, man. They was hitting Sunshine. They was rattling him. He was running for his life out there. So at the end of the day, there's no hate in my heart whatsoever, man. Oh, so Congratulations, no, no, whatsoever. For, congratulations to LSU on a dominant season, championship season. They just really knocked it out the par all year long. One of the most impressive seasons. Uh, By a team in college football In quite a while, man So the game overall, you know, it was what it was LSU, they was the best team They proved it, they national champions, man But as a result of that, Black As a result of LSU being National champions, as a result of uh, Joe Burrow Just being ridiculous this year The conversations Have started Black me and you was talking, and a lot of people are starting to say LSU is the greatest team of all time. They're the greatest team of all time offensively. They got had the best player of all time, Joe Burrow. Like That conversation has started. And I'm, I think I can speak for the both of us, Black. You know, we really think that that debate is far from over. You know, and don't get us wrong. LSU is definitely a team to be talked about in that caliber. But Black, I'm going to kick it off with you. What are your thoughts on them being the best team ever versus some of the teams who you think should be acknowledged uh, in that sentence as well?
1: Well, first off, you know why I stand on this, man. Like, we watch a lot of college football. And our listeners, um, you you guys watched a lot of college football over the years and over the decades that we've been watching football and uh I just I just don't believe in them uh being the best team we've in college football we've ever seen I don't agree with that I don't agree with agree with that at all and the reason being man is because we've seen a lot of great teams a lot of great teams man um just a few years ago like uh we was wondering who a Burrow was, you know, at LSU. We didn't know who he was. Mm. But like like it's crazy, man, that people just giving him this already. It's crazy to hear I'm uh, in Kirk, the moment. uh to hear Kirk Hurd Street and uh what's 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 my other man name that be with him? Um I can't think of his name, the other announcer. Oh, I can't think of Oh, I can't think right his now. name, but right. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, these guys are just giving it to them. they the best team they've ever seen in 25 years or <laughs> all the years they've been caught following college football. You guys are a damn lie. That is not the best you have seen. That is not the best you have seen. I can, it, it's a couple of teams you can name and put up against uh, – put up against what LSU done. If you want to go back in the day in the 90s, you can you can even say the Nebraska Cornhuskers with Tommy Frazier and what those guys was doing. You can say uh you can say the 96 Florida Gators what those what that team was doing and they was crazy. You can you can say Florida State 99 with Peter Warwick, Bobby Bowden, Chris Winky. You can say those teams and then you can even say teams like 2013 Florida State. You can say teams you can say teams like 2008 Florida Gators like these teams these teams have had uh, just as good, uh, if not better, years, uh, years than what LSU have. We, it's not something new we've seen. If you want to base it off numbers, okay, he throws sixty touchdowns. Okay, that that's cool. Uh, I respect it. It is what it is. But I'm not going to just sit here and say he had the better overall year. If you're basing it off numbers, then that's what you do. I'm talking about the eye test. What we've seen. I've seen a lot of football and. I've seen that before done better than what they did. Then they did it. So, Mm. uh, I feel like that's a disgrace for people to just want to go ahead and give that to them. A disgrace. I I told D I feel like it's a disgrace. Like I don't, I I really don't agree. I respect it because what they did was it was really insane, but to just give them the best team in college football ever, they ever seen. I don't agree with that at all. One, like, if y'all want to if y'all want to start start a discussion about this, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Because I'm the I test, bro. We didn't seen a lot. Mm. We didn't seen a lot, D. And I just it it was and it was done nicely by LS. They did it in the SEC. Uh, the type of opponents they have in the SEC, like they did it. Okay, if y'all because y'all say the best conference in college football is the SEC, and for them to do it like that. Okay, that's all good. But for them to be the best team in college football, I just can't give them that. If you want to say they're the best team ever in the SEC, okay, you can give them that. But I don't even think – I think that's kind of far-fetched because there's been a lot of good teams we've done seen in the SEC.
0: Okay. All right, Black. Uh, Currently still watching the NFC Championship game. It looked like we about to have a route. Uh, We got the 49ers up 17 to nothing. They're driving. Still in the second quarter. Five minutes left in this game. Green Bay cannot do anything. This running attack for the 49ers have... Taking control That three-headed monster That they got back there Man, this is This is outstanding This boy, Moisture Is doing This is work, outstanding, man. man So 49ers up This guy's doing work 17-0 Looking like they're Getting ready to <laughs> score again <laughs> Alright, so let's get back Into the college football thing um, LSU, are they the greatest team ever? I think the discussion Needs to be had I think the Nimbus need to be thrown out on the table. This is what I'll say for this LSU LSU team. The degree, the degree of difficulty, the teams they beat and how they beat, in, I've never seen that. I've never seen a team go through and beat four top 10 teams and then total overall they beat another four teams who was ranked in the top 25 When they played them, which is a total of seven or eight teams. That is more than half their schedule. Who they beat, who was ranked in the top 25. They beat three teams that was in the four teams that was in the top five. Like, even in this playoff era, their resume, I can't match their resume up, like who they beat up against no one else's, like ever in college sports. So, that alone puts a card on the table for the tigers okay so go to the eye test all right this lsu defense wasn't a great defense they benefited from jumping on burrow and that offense jumping on teams getting big leads and then they was able just to you know continue to play loose and play free they didn't they weren't required to be dominant this offense that lsu's got their top two or three ever all time right up there with the 14 florida state seminoles even though the Oklahoma uh, Sooners didn't win the championship in 08, that team had broke the record for the best offense in college football history. So those are the three top-rated teams offensive-wide. The 08 Sooners, the 14 Seminoles, and now the 2020 lsu tigers like one two and three all right as far as total point score with well, lsu being number one i think you got teams like like i said the 14 florida state seminoles you got the 2010 Auburn tigers you got the the 2001 miami hurricanes in my opinion that is the greatest team ever talent wise who they had on their team yeah then you got the 04 usc usc Trojans with bush liner lindale white and, and everybody else who he had out there, uh, the 05 Longhorns, and then you got the '95, like Black like said, the '95 Nebraska Cornhuskers, man, who just wrecked shop, defeating teams by 35 points per game. <laughs> that was their margin. They beat teams 35 a game, bro. Every last <laughs> one of the teams that who they played, and of course, yeah, they won the national championship, obliterating the Florida Gators and the thing was the Orange Bowl, like 62 to 24 or something like that, just running ramshack the entire season. So the beauty of college football is living in the moment. You're going to get announcers and analysts like Herb Street and and Chris Fowler. He's his, 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 his analyst, like you're going to get people saying, yeah, this team's the best ever, but because you're living in the moment, you're living in the moment, you're seeing what these kids have done and it's great. It's outstanding. But once people sit down do some research, go back and look at some of these teams throughout the history of the game, then we can have a conversation. But is LSU in that discussion? Absolutely. No question about it that that team is in discussion uh, of one of the best ever. So I just think we just got to look at a lot, review a lot, and just really put things in order. And I would love to probably try to put together a, a top 10 one day of the college teams ever maybe we could do a special on that black kind of invite some of our guys in said and Dangman and Fred just people who we know with yeah. Papa Gary college football wise kind of brand We maybe we could do something like that because it'd be a great conversation yes, to kind of really deem who would be the best but basically all I'm saying is LSU deserves to be in that conversation. They
1: do, but, they do. But, I just, I just can't give it to them. No, I, yeah, you know, yeah, I just yeah. can't give it yeah, to them, just man. In the moment, man. For people, I, I just hate when people live in the moment like that. You know, I. It's natural, man. It's natural. It's natural. Okay, it's natural. It's, oh, natural. Well, okay. it, it's, natural, it's but, natural. Hey, man, like. Let's have these discussions, man It's the sports desk Let's have these discussions this, Yeah, sure This yeah. what, is what we're here for, man To have discussions like this And I know y'all guys Gonna chime in Once y'all hit this On Twitter So let's just, let's just Put it out there, man for, for what it is I'm ready to have These conversations We can talk yeah. about this thing
0: Yeah, we, 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 we could Definitely do that, man I w- And we would love to And we will I'm sure I'm sure that we will Alright, so transition To another conversation From LSU winning the championship Black, Joe Burrow Did Joe Burrow have the greatest season of a college football player, quarterback, whatever? Was it the best you ever seen? Come on now. (laughs) D, man, this. Come on now. Let me help you out here. D. This man was 77 complete percentage rating. He threw for 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. and only 6 touchdowns. Picks. Joe Burrow's numbers this past season. Oh, and he went 15-0, won the Heisman, and he won the National Championship. So yeah. again, Black, it's Joseph Burrow, quarterback from LSU, future number one pick. Did he have the best season you ever
1: seen? Uh, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to give it to him, man. What he did it, what, what he did and how he did it. Like, like D said, he ran everything down for you that the man did. Like, it's it's insane. We've never seen numbers at a clip like that in, no. in a season. No. Like those those numbers he put up, that's usually what what a quarterback can have in two seasons. Yeah, now, over a career, if you want to say that, some quarterbacks you yeah. never know. Yeah. But man, he had a he had a hell of a year, man. Like it's definitely it's it's definitely uh number one right now. You have to say that, you yeah. know. Uh, But I still think you could debate a little bit with it. But, you know, that's just me. I like debating. You know, I like debating things. Like, I feel like you can debate it. But, you know, he had a hell of a year, man. Outstanding. We've never seen it before. We've never seen it before. I think the closest we probably came to is maybe uh, Jameis' year. Jameis had a hell of a year, too. Mm -hmm. uh, When uh, his 13th year. So, um, yeah, man. Like, he did his thing this year, man. Like he said, he finna go on and be... Uh, the number one pick in the draft, and, you know, he just came out and said he don't care who drafted him. As long as they, they paying him the money, he good. He going to play wherever. Right. It don't matter to him. And, you know, I like the kid. The kid got a little swag about him, and, you know, he go about there and handle his business. But shout out to shout out to those coordinators, man, Um, those young coordinators that uh, that uh, Ed Orgeron got on that staff, man, to work with these guys, man, because that was the key in having them go out and perform everything that they learned. But yeah, shout out to him, man. One, uh, the best year we have seen in college football.
0: Yes, yeah, Burrow the greatest ever. Yes, his season that he had. Yes, my answer is just yes, 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 yes. I mean, James had a great year. Cam had a great year. Shout out to my dog Charles Evans. He had been saying it. Like he was saying when Burrow won the Heisman that this is the best season we ever had. And I was telling him, bro, pump the brakes, dog. Like what Cam did, what James did. Like these guys, you know. I can't put. Borough over, but once Borough got into this playoff, man, and the nemesis he threw up against these teams, man, like it just validated what he was saying. So I definitely want to tip my hat to Charles, but I've never seen a player be as dominant every game like he was, bro. I've never, I never seen, I've never seen it, dog. And due to this team's resume who they beat on the road going to Texas when Texas was a top 10 team, like going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama ranked number two or three or whatever they was at the time. Like, what? Like, like he's going in there dropping bombs, man. He's throwing for 400, 500 yards a game on teams, man. Like, 60 touchdowns, six picks. That number don't even sound real. It don't. You can't even do that on a video game probably. You probably can't (laughs) achieve that. So for me, I, I mean, we I can think about it. I, I, we could probably go really look and see if there's anything that can match or come close to Burrow, man. But just with my eyes, watching him play, he's had the best season of any player I've ever seen in my life. In my life, bro, in college football. Is he the greatest of all time? No. But he's had the greatest season that I've ever seen anybody have. And I'm just salute tip my cap. To Joe Burrow, man, he he did it, bro, and, and and it's un to me, it's it's unquestioned, man. It's just unquestioned. Whether you like LSU or not, whether you like Burrow or not, I think it's unquestioned, man. The numbers speak for themselves. Yeah,
1: they do, man. They do. This, like you said, and it might as well just say it, like we've been saying it. Like this, is the best season we ever seen from a quarterback, man. And his resume is just it's, it's, it's sick, man. It's it's very sick. Facts. Like man. I'm sitting here thinking about it, like man, these teams. And these teams that we talking about, he demolished these teams. Yeah, like yeah, he demolished these teams. Yes, man. He demolished the defending national reign and defending national champions. Yes, and man. The Clemson Tigers, he demolished them. Yes, man. Like he got him a ring. He got them a ring, man. Like and these guys didn't even look like they morale changed at any time through this whole season. No. You know, it just it's 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 crazy, man. That they wouldn't need, the one time that they were challenged, it didn't last long. You right. know. Well, it may not even been a challenge to them. They probably already knew what it was, bro, and how they go about their business on that football field. So it may not even been a challenge to them. We may think it was a challenge what Clemson was doing, but to them it probably wasn't. But, you know, shout-out to them, man. Shout-out to Joe Barrow. Shout-out to LSU, Ed, or yep. Uh Shout-out to them, man, on that Natty this year. Congratulations. So the Tigers lost a lot, man,
0: very quickly. Tigers got blown up very, very, very quickly, man. You got all the players leaving. You got both offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator leaving. Of course, Burrow and, and, and Moss and Jefferson. I mean, like, everyone is out. Everyone left this program, and it it leaves, it leaves you to think. It leaves you to assume what the hell is LSU going to look like next year. Now, they got talent coming back. Of course they do. They got guys who want to rain this year. They'll be back next year. But I think LSU going into the season will be one of the most head-scratching teams. Like, coaching. I'm not coaching, but teams. Like, just going into the 2020 season.
1: Yeah, and, I, was and I picked them number one to go into the season for oh, next yeah. year. <laughs> so, I'm kind of, like, scratching my head. Like, God dang. I didn't yeah. know they was going to lose all that. Like, yeah, but it's that's, insane. I didn't even know all... Uh, Brandon son went pro. He made me go pro? Yeah. Oh, man. That's he crazy.
0: He came out. He came out. Wow. Okay. So, we don't know, man. Like, we're going to keep our, keep glue just – I think that's one of the biggest questions in College Football next year. What would a defending champion look like? All right. But we got a bunch of time to, you know, get into that. All right. So, we're still locked into <laughs> what is the NFC Championship game. We got a minute 15 left in the second quarter. Packers have the ball trying to get something. They're down 20 to nothing to this – Red Hot 49ers team, man, and I just really can't believe what's taking place, man, but we're going to be locked here, you know, uh, to this game while we're continuing to record the show. All right, so that's going to wrap up our college football. It's probably going to be the last bit of college football you get from us from a while. We do have signing day and everything coming up in February, so we'll definitely be getting into that. As that approaches, but the season is over, man. It's sad, Black, ain't it, man?
1: Man, it's sad, man, but what a hell of a year, man. Great year in college football. We've seen a lot of great things in college football, man. Great year. I can speak for me indeed. This is our favorite time of year, man. When when September hits, that's our favorite time of the year, man, because we got college football. You know, I I love NFL, but college is, is just something special to me, man, like... Uh, College football And when it's gone It's sad man Like I don't do nothing When it's gone Like I spend more money When it's gone Like <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I save money When it's here Cause I'm always trying to You catch know the Watch you Catch the games And be in the house Not doing anything You know But man Yeah man We had a hell of a year man Um, And I can't wait Like even with it's, It starts for me Even with recruiting Cause I follow Recruiting heavy So once uh once this in, I'm jumping right into recruiting. seeing what's what what's gonna happen because it's a lot to go on, and that determines you know, uh potentially some of your next national championships and some of your teams, some of your surprise teams. Yeah. And you know some of your teams, you know that could potentially be in the in the top ten, top five, whatever you may say. And uh yeah man, I'm excited about it though.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely, man. But you know we'll it'll be back soon, and it was a great year, man. So we're gonna come out. Of college football, we're going to go into the National Basketball Association. Alright, alright, so we're back, alright Let's get into the NBA Such a, such a busy, busy, busy week, man um, But as always, alright, I can't play the sound this week Because the Lakers didn't go undefeated this past week You know, so I can't play the sound I only play the LeBron sign when we go undefeated
1: It's alright, man, it's alright, though I know, we good right. We had
0: a one-point loss to the Magic, 118-119 But it's cool, alright We're gonna get right into... <laughs> The Los Angeles Lakers, as we do here faithfully, weekly, on the sports desk. So, Black, the Lakers went 2-1 and one this week. Black, 2-1. and one. They've played three games this week. What did you think about our Lakers, man? What did you see? I know we was together last night watching the Houston game, and I'm going to tell a little story about Black when it's my goal about the, <laughs> about the Houston game. But what did you see from our Lakers, and, and how you feeling this week, man?
1: Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited this week. Uh, reason why I'm excited, even though we had a loss, man. Um, we finally got a big win. We finally got a big win last night. You know, one of the better teams in the West, in the Houston Rockets. Even though they were uh, on a four-game losing streak, now five. <laughs> uh, we got it. We got the job done. But um, uh, the Magic game was was re- was really tough. You know, we've been on this stretch without AD here lately. But the Magic mm-hmm. game was tough, man. Uh, we should have had that win. Uh, against the Magic I don't know What was the deal with that I We got guess, down big man We got yeah, down big early And we just let Markel Folks just You know Do Get what busy. he wanted to do I think he He had a triple double In that game If I'm not mistaken Yep So um, Yeah man um, That was tough But you know They came back And, uh, and uh, Got this win on, on last night A big win In my eyes man You know Bottled James Harden up He still had 34 points But I'll take that mm-hmm. I'll take that You know I'll take you know him getting thirty four and you know taking the L. You know good <laughs> defense last night on him. Uh, yes. Team effort, man. Loved Lebron, it. Lebron. Uh, Loved it. Bradley, uh, Kuzma, man, Loved taking it. the challenge on on him in the third quarter. Loved it. Like it, it, it was beautiful to watch. Loved and, it. You know, I was hard on my man's Lebron last night. Uh, I can go ahead and say <laughs> it, but I know D still gonna give his story. Yep. You know, I, I I'm I'm a big game. I, I I understand all the other games, but the big games that's in the regular season. Those just it, I need those I need those games Cause you gotta make a statement Because <laughs> If you don't win those games You know what The top is gonna be On Monday Yeah Who you lost to mm-hmm. And why you losing To top tier teams In the NBA in Yeah your, the Los Angeles Lakers Like I don't wanna hear that BS Man I don't wanna <laughs> hear that So I'm happy We got a win last night Beautiful win man Beautiful team win we Got down early Came back man and, uh, and, and got a win By double digits last night I love it
0: Right Yeah Um Great week for the Lakers, even though we went two in one, one point loss to the Magic on Wednesday night. But we took care of the Cavaliers by thirty last Monday. Uh, lost to the Magic by one, and then last night, Saturday night, uh, uh, eleven point win uh, over the Houston Rockets at Houston without AD. And I'm just gonna shine on my man's black real quick. You know, a black has always been a antsy, jittery. Like, borderline, (laughs) borderline almost unbearable to deal with when we have big games. Because he can't, it's like he just get antsy where he just want to just be going off, man. Like, I'm telling Black, bro, just chill, bro. We got it, bro. Like, we just getting into the floor of the game. Black looking like it's not looking good. He telling me if he was at the house, he probably wouldn't even be watching this. Just talking crazy, man. But as I assure Black, hey, the Kang is out there. We just got to get into the flow, man. And that's what happened, man. You know, we got down pretty decent in the second quarter. I think I think they was up almost 15 in the second quarter. Westbrook was just having his way with our guards, man. Caruso and Caldwell Pope. They couldn't do anything with them. But like Black mentioned, man, the defense on Harden. And I think maybe this may spark something with other teams when it comes to James Harden. Don't allow him to create out there. Dribble, 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 rock you to sleep. Iso ball the Lakers was sending defenders. Boom! Here come LeBron. Boom! Here come Kuzma. Here come Caldwell Pope We were sending bodies like boom, boom, boom
1: to kind of get was the t- ball and, out of his hand Yeah, and they also, my, my, and they also was taking away that airspace, man. Get up, get, get up, up in him, here, man. Get yeah. up in him. Put a put a couple bodies around him. Put your yeah. body on him, man. And you know do what they was doing last night, man. It yeah. was it was beautiful to watch last night them yeah. doing
0: that. And LeBron tipped his hat to hard like he's the greatest scorer. You know, in, the, in, in one of the greatest scores we ever seen in this game, man. And uh, man, Green Bay just wow—they just gave up another touchdown. It's twenty-seven, nothing going into the half, man. Forty-five seconds
1: left. Listen in to the me, this quarter, guy man. Moisture is having a field day yes, on Green is. Bay. That's his. That's his. Uh, yes, he that's is. That's his second touchdown in his game, man. Yes, he is. And Garoppolo managing this game, the run game once again.
0: Once again, he don't have to
1: do nothing. And that came off of Aaron Rodgers' pick.
0: That came off of Aaron Rodgers' pick. He threw a pick. All right. So back to the Lakers, man. So um, great week for the Lakers. Look real good. We should be getting AD back soon. A lot of trade talks have been heating up with Kyle Kuzma. Um, here's where I'm at with Kuzma, man. Like I want to see Kuzma get more burn, but when we have games like the Orlando game where he didn't even take a shot in the fourth quarter, that bothers me. You know, why isn't he getting a shot up in the fourth quarter last night? Like, he kind of re-aggravated his ankle or his foot or something. But it was good to see him get taped up and come right back and end up with, like, 26 last yeah,
1: night. Yeah, he, like, he had, like, 19 in the third uh, last right. night. So, yeah. he you know, he, he got going, man. But
0: I'm not... I'm not opposed to not trading Kyle Kuzma, but I was telling Black, I don't know what's out there for us to go grab if we trade Kuzma. I'm a believer in Kuzma and his abilities. And it didn't help that Brandon Egram went totally berserk. The other night dropping 50. The other night, like just he is just being having a hell of a season, man. Like almost borderline, all-starish out there in the West, man. He probably won't make the team, but. He is balling out there, man. In New Orleans, man. So it kind of made Lakers fans be like, man. Should we should have traded Kuzman? Kept B out, but it's hard to say that, you know. Ingram's in a different situation, but overall, solid week for the Lakers. Coming up this week, we do have some some decent games. We're on our East Coast trip, so start tomorrow, um, Monday, MLK Day, seven thirty on TNT. We got the Celtics.
1: Ooh, I like that. One. Really excited for that Ooh. game in
0: Boston. Following the trip to the Garden. You know, you never know what can happen in Madison Square Garden, especially with caliber players like LeBron and Anthony Davis in the building. And then we go play the Nets the following night back-to-back. Uh, back. All right, Nets and Knicks back-to-back. And then next Saturday night, we got the Philadelphia 76ers, all right, on Sunday, on Saturday night primetime basketball on ABC. All right, so good week for the Lakers. A couple teams in there, you know, we'll see where we are. Celtics and 76ers in. We're on our East Coast trip, so There'd be a good opportunity for us to see uh, what these guys uh, got going on on this East Coast trip. So, Blake, you got anything else to add on to the Lakers, man?
1: Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Caldwell Pope, man. Like last night, yeah. he was he was feeling it last night, man. Right. I mean, getting to the cup, right. uh shooting it. Yeah, shout out to him, man. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy where we going at, man. Once we get AD back. Get this thing going get through get through the, this first half of the season, going to All Star break. You know, hopefully, we know we gonna see what happened. Like I was telling you last night, I was just throwing some different stuff, different scenarios at him. Like, what if we could trade for uh, Eric Gordon from Houston, a shooter, or just you know, just some different scenarios. I heard the other uh, the Holiday brother wants to come back. So, what about him? Because we need another guard who can control the game. Just oh, yeah, throwing Collison. Some, Collison. Collison, my yeah, bad. Yeah, Collison. Yeah. Just throwing out some, you know, different guys. Because we need another – I feel like we need another shooter and another uh, point guard who can control the game. Because, like I was telling D, I want to see Braun back at that three, man. Well, he can just – Take over You know what I'm saying But when he's playing the point He just got to distribute And get a lot of people involved And my guy's averaging Almost 11 assists this year Leading the league Leading the league It's it's insane In his 17th year In his 17th year in this league so Yeah man Uh, I'm excited man But hopefully we can make a move here We'll see what happens though
0: Yeah so Yeah excuse me We definitely will be paying attention So I want to stop by A a certain topic right here man I want to talk a little bit about Kyrie Irving and his leadership Uh, Earlier this week, a clip came out where uh, he was saying that the Nets are like one or two players away uh, from competing with the best teams in the West and getting a championship. And he just named certain players on the team. like He named him, Durant, uh, Whittle, and uh, the shooter. I can't remember his name right now that they have who won a three-point contest uh, last Last year. year. Um, But he only named like four or five players and just kind of excluded the rest of the roster out, and the media had a field day with that. Like, why would you come out and <laughs> not say the Nets as a whole, but just name these four or five players? And just his way about going, doing his leadership, he took a massive beating on Twitter, man. Like, Fred just had a a field day with Kyrie Irving. And Fred has been saying it ever since he left LeBron. Fred has been saying, like, look, man, like, Kyrie's trying to be this and be that and try to be this, this super-duper leader. And Fred said... Uh, no, this is my man, Eddie Johnson. He goes, Will someone please convince Kyrie Irving to spend a few thousand dollars to go on one of those expensive leadership conferences? This is unreal. Like the way he just kind of, you know, undermined his teammates. You know what I'm saying? Just live. So they backtracked, got with Kyrie Irving after yesterday's shoot around. We're going to play a little clip of basically him explaining himself, um, what he had to say about uh, his comments that
3: he gave earlier in the week. That's a deeper dive, man. I, honestly, I, I think that uh, it's just probably a telltale sign of the career that I've had, um, you know, some of the moves that I've made individually and then as well as coming to different environments and organizations. You know, th- at the end of the day, um, I always say it's entertainment league. You know, we're, we're very drama filled. We, You know, everything regurgitates on all these media uh, platforms, which is part of our society. I can't really do anything about it, um, you know, except Really be, um, you know, a pillar in our locker room, be very communicative. And when I'm out there with the guys, just impact winning. You know, that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's not like I'm a asshole yelling at everybody in the freaking locker room all the time. And you hear all these stories, you know. At the end of the day, my name, it was given to me by my grandfather. I'm very grateful. But it's in a lot of people's mouths all the time, and it is what it is. I've, I've earned that respect in terms of how great I am as a player, and there's still more goals I want to accomplish in this league, and I can't do it without improving an organization and winning a championship, and that's what it comes down to. So I'm going to continue to push. I'm going to continue to demand greatness out of myself and demand greatness out of my teammates, and we go from there. If it's harsh as a leader or it's too much for anybody, you're not in our locker room. Stay the fuck out. It's as simple as that. Bro,
1: you know, bro, he's an idiot, bro. He's an idiot, bro. Like, just to hear him, bro, you're not a leader, bro. You just on the damn mic talking, saying some words, bro. You don't even know what the hell you're saying yourself, man. Like, the worst mistake could have happened to him Won't out of Cleveland, man. I feel like he should have stayed there. Him and LeBron could have, you know, built on something. And LeBron probably could have really helped him. Develop into a leader that he needs to be, like, but he just wanted to leave so he could be the man, and he's not doing that shit the right way, man. This is horrible to hear him talk, man. Like, yeah. they need to keep the freaking mic. That's why I can't wait to KD come back because they're gonna be more on KD when he gets back than him, bro. You won't have to hear much <laughs> from him at all. Like, it's horrible, bro. Like, he just he's an idiot, man. Just the yeah. way he be talking, man. Yeah, as soon as I heard it, man, you know, hold on a minute, player.
0: Yeah, you know. Like, what are you trying to accomplish, Kyrie Irving? Like, like, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I just don't get the type of role that you're trying to take when it comes to leadership. Let's back all the way up to Boston. When he decided he wanted to leave Cleveland and the manner in which he wanted to get traded, you know, kind of just like, I don't want to say betraying the bond of him and of LeBron James, but just the manner he went about it. You know what I'm saying? Just going... Picking up the phone, telling his AJ, "Hey, let them know I ain't coming to training camp. Trade me. If y'all don't trade me, I'm going to go have knee surgery. I'm going to go ahead and have this knee surgery I need to have. So Cleveland was like, well, he's going to hold us hostage. Because if we don't trade him, he's going to go ahead and have the surgery. And we're going to be paying him all this money for him to be recovering. Cleveland didn't want to do that. And plus, they still had Braun. So Braun didn't want to trade him either. Bron was like, man, let him get the training camp. Let me and him talk. We can figure it out. He didn't ever show up. Boom. He traded to Boston. If you go back and look at that roster that Boston had, man. With him on it, and for him not to even play in the playoffs, like he got hurt and he didn't even play that first year. Like he, he set out when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, game seven against the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. and Kyrie Irving won. Okay, if you was injured, okay, I can't speak against a man that's injured. But two, you weren't even in the building. You weren't even in the building for the game. And that's where it started. A lot of Boston players felt the way that he didn't even, he wasn't even on the bench at a home game, game seven, for a trip to go to the NBA Finals. So that's where it started. Two, you're talking out of term. These guys need to listen to me. I'm the only one in here with a championship. That's not how you go about being a leader by your mouth. It's you go about it with your actions. Exactly. You know, you try to develop a bond with your with your teammates so they can believe and trust you and and all that. And it just didn't happen. And that led to the two years in Boston where it just they didn't end up doing anything. Like they playoff exit last year to Milwaukee was terrible. Like they get sent home in five games and Kyrie paid, played poorly. He played poorly against Milwaukee last year. Okay, free agent. You go to the Nets now. It's still the same thing. Like, you, he, this, this is who Kyrie walks around like he is. And for one, great talent. Great talent. Great offensive guard. Exciting to see. All that. But, dog, you ain't Kobe, bro. You're not. You're not Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And that's who he's trying to emulate. He's trying to emulate what Kobe did. Okay, cool. A lot of players try to emulate what Kobe did. Kyrie, you got a championship. Of course you did. You have played a very pivotal part in Cleveland, bringing a championship to the city. Absolutely. I'm never going to discredit you for that. But you suck as a leader. If I was your teammate, I'd probably want you to – you got to shoot me to fade, though. <laughs> like, you're going to have to shoot me to fail one, bro. Like, Because I'm like, dog, like, you right out here talking reckless about our team. How you going to go out here when it's 12 to 13 people on this team and you mention four pieces basically saying the rest of us is like bums and we shouldn't be here? Like, that's not a leader. That's, that's not, not what you do. If you got a grievance against the squad or you got a grievance against, you know, getting more talent, go talk to the GM. Go knock on the GMs, though, or your owners, though, and do it that way. Why do it in in the media? I hate when players of magnitude like Kyrie Irving they just sh- kind of just shut down other players who are not on their level and who are ne- who are as talented as them. That's not how you lead, dog. And I'm getting sick of Kyrie. Like Fred been telling us, like Kyrie's not a leader. He's going to destroy the Brooklyn Nets just like he destroyed the Boston Celtics. Kyrie Irving gonna be on another team another two to three years. Somebody either the Nets are gonna trade him or he's gonna walk because sooner or later people are going to be like, look, I can't even deal with this guy. Like, your mannerisms, your mindset, like, you're not even coming into it as a person who's trying to lead. So when Durant comes back, I'm going to be real interested to see how that combo works out. Because Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry two different people. When you look at Steph Curry, you want to be around Steph. Yeah. It looks like you want to play with Steph. It looks like you want to hang with Steph. Like, Steph looks like he is fun and enjoyable to be around. Kyrie Irving don't. He does not look like it, man. And it shows when he was in Boston and I like how it's carrying over into uh, Brooklyn, man. So, we'll see. I just, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way seeing what he said and then hearing
1: that clip it, of Irving Earl. And then my thing with like, bro, like if you finna be talking like that, at least be on a floor to bite that. Dude. Right. You, bro, you little nagging injuries here and there, bro. Like little stuff you can play through, bro, and you wanna, you wanna come talk crap and you... Two or three games back, bro, just getting back in the groove when you, when your guys, they already been doing something and trying to build something without you even playing. Right. You been like, it out it's, for months. It's, 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 it's crazy to me, bro, that you come back talking like that, man. That's why I can't wait to KD get back, man. Like, take the mic away from him, bro. Like, it's horrible, man, like, mm-hmm. just to hear him talking. You hit it right on the head. He trying to be Kobe, bro. You are not Kobe. Not Kobe, You know bro. that's who he look up to and want to – You not Kobe bro Like just chill bro Yeah man You just need to focus on Staying healthy Being on the court Making Helping your team get better Yeah And then building something That when KD come back Y'all could put something together And potentially make a run In the east Yeah man Just 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 Hold on a minute player
0: Just hold on a minute player man Just get right all right, so let's get off Kyrie Irving. Let's show some love. Let's show some love here at the sports this man. John Morant. My God, Black. This kid is so exciting. Yes, he is. He is man. a special talent. Yes, He's bringing he so much energy to Memphis. He got these boys hooping, hooping in Memphis, man. These boys are staring at the AC right now. Yeah. In the Western Conference,
1: man. And they got a young team in doing it too. Very man. They got a young, young team. I think their veteran it, is a Crowder. Uh,
0: yeah, Crowder, who was with the Cavs? Jay Crowder, yeah. Jay that's Crowder, the vet. that's yeah. their vet. They got, two,
1: a- they got two rookies starting on this team, man, and both of them boys is balling. Them boy- oh, matter of like, fact, they are the AC right now. Okay. They are okay. the AC
0: currently sitting at 20 and twenty. That's going to be a
1: – if they can stay in that AC and potentially move up, they're going to be a tough out, man, especially with the way John Morant's playing. They're going to the be a tough out. The energy, the energy, that, energy that they is have. is crazy, yeah. Ma-
0: Morant is special, man. This kid shooting, dunking passing like he just he's a spark plug for Memphis man and and like you said they such a young team and, and it looks like like he's the clear leader already with him playing 40 games into his rookie season in the NBA I ain't gonna say he's hands down rookie of the year but he's probably the favorite oh yeah for rookie of the year oh, why yeah. because not only is he playing well but they're winning yeah they're winning and he's the reason why they're winning you know he's the catalyst man but I watched two games Last week uh, with Memphis, man, I was getting home from work and I put the games on, man. Due to the sports, of course, having the links. You know, we don't miss games here. We don't miss no games. We don't miss pay-per-views. Yeah. We don't miss games, man. So, I'm looking at Morant, man. I'm like, man, this dude, he got this swag, this confidence out there, man. Like, him and Zach Levine was going blow for blow last week, man. And Levine's having a hell of a year, too. He yes, could he be is. an all-star of the East yeah. uh, this year, man. But Morant going toe-to-toe with uh James Harden, oh, man, when hey. they came. Like he told James Harden, y'all better tell him about me. Y'all better go tell him. Y'all better go tell. Him. Hey, and I like that.
1: And that was so lovely to see coming from a rookie man. Like this, yep. James Harden, one of the best scorers in our league of all time. You can even say facts. Like for him to go at James Harden the way he was going at him, I'm talking about. I'm talking about he was going at James Harden, he was like, like bro, at him. like. I could do this thing too, bro. Like you're yep. not the only one on, in the NBA who can do this, bro. He was barking. And He was going at him just like that, and I love to see that from this kid. Yep. This kid energy, like when people really don't, people don't call it. I don't know who follows college basketball, but man, him at Murray State, man, like was yeah. exciting to see. Man, it was exciting to see him at Murray State, and he just he taking it and putting it in the league. It's making it's making the Grizzlies look like a genius It's like getting rid of uh. What's my man's name? That went to Utah. I'm sorry, Kyle. getting rid of uh, Mike Conley, Conley yeah. Mike Conley for for to, to draft the John Moran. Yeah, and they got a, a few more uh, young draft. I mean, young picks that they picked up in the draft to put along beside him with one or two veteran players on this team. Like mm-hmm. they building something here. You're seeing it. They building something. We don't know what they're going to do in the second half of the season, but I'm excited to see. I would love for them to be in the playoff because they're going to be a tough out for anybody, for anybody. Right. Like with this kid and how they're playing, like and uh, they got they coach they coaching these boys up, man. And it's it's, it's exciting to see. Like right. I'm bummed that he's not doing the dunk contest. I wanted to I wanted him to do that, <laughs> but I can understand it. Right. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited about this guy, man. Um, you could potentially be talking about like. Another could he be one of these guys who could change the lead like a Steph Curry did, or could he be on those type of lines? Do we are we seeing him in these first forty games as oh he could be a face or something? Mm-hmm. Are we seeing that? But we what we're seeing right now it's exciting to watch this kid. Yeah, absolutely. You know his pop already has got people wanting to tune in to watch the Grizzlies games. Like nobody really wanted to watch Grizzlies games like that. Oh man! But uh-huh. this kid has people interested and want to watch him. He's exciting, man. He 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 is exciting, man. And and I, I love watching him and
0: anytime I see him on the on the schedule, I'm gonna tune in to him, man. It's 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 nice to be able to get a chance to watch players on the entire landscape of the NBA because you know in your ESPN's and your TNT's you're going to get the LeBron's and the Harden's and the, the Giannis's and the Kawhi's. You're going to get you're going to get the same players weekly, man. But it's a it's good where you can get out there and you can go Hey, I'm going to go check out John Morant and the Grizzlies tonight to see, you know, what they're doing out there, man. So, shout out to uh, John Morant, man. Keep doing your thing. All right. uh, The All-Star starters should be selected this week. I think this Thursday we get our starters and the All-Star team. uh, Everyone who's going to be on that team, I believe, we get that this Thursday or the 26th. Excuse me for having the incorrect date, but I know what's coming within the next week, man. So, LeBron is the leading vote getter. The polls are almost closed for the fans. I think they are closed for the fans. And LeBron was the number one vote getter uh, once again. So, all star selections being made. They still haven't announced what they're going to be doing with the all star game. Uh, I guess we'll find out in the next week or so. All right. So, NBA is rolling, man, and we're going to continue to roll with it, man. So uh, we're going to get ready to move on into the WWE. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happening there. All right. So we're here for another week uh to talk about the WWE, but before we do that, we got the Packers. Um Man, down 27 to nothing, the third quarter just started. They have the ball and we're going to see um what they can do here, man. We've seen miracles before, but I don't know about this from Black. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, they
1: got uh, just a few stats from the game as well. Raheem Morris is uh, having a field day, man. One sixty-two, two touchdowns in this game in the first half, man. So shout out to him, man, for putting in that work on. I that don't, business. I don't know what's going on with them boys from uh, Green Bay on that defensive line, man. But nothing. God, nothing. Like this is not what I'm expecting. Yeah. Well, I hope I, it's gonna be tough, man. But if if Aaron Rodgers, we gonna see, man. Yeah, but we'll see. The game's still going on. The game's on, we'll still see. going on. We'll see if right. they can make a run or do something.
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir. All right. So the WWE, man, we're gonna get into it. Of course, we're gonna uh start off with the fiend. All right, a fiend update. Very interesting this Friday night on SmackDown, Black. You had the return of one of the legends, Kane. He came back, and for all who for all those who don't know, you know, him and Daniel Bryan were a tag team. They were actual champions with a team called Team Hell No. All right. And uh, they kind of got together and Daniel Brown used Kane to kind of lure the Fiend into the ring. And Daniel Bryan, you know, got some get back on him, man. The Fiend been terrorizing Daniel Brown over the past two to three weeks. So they had a quick little altercation. The Fiend tried to drag Daniel Bryan down into the rain, but Daniel Bryan ripped out a handful of the Fiend's dreads, kind of reminiscent of the Fiend ripping out Daniel Bryan's hair a few weeks ago, which the reason why he has a haircut. So that was pretty cool to see Kane uh, in the red light, you know, with the Fiend in the rain. Pretty dope, man. So we're getting ready for uh, the Royal Rumble, man, on January the 26th, which is next Sunday. Uh, A lot going on next Sunday, Pro Bowl, the Grammys, and the Royal Rumble, man, so next Sunday's pretty busy, but let's go ahead and swing into Monday Night Raw, man, so Raw's picking up a little bit, me and Black been very critical of Raw over the past couple of weeks, rightfully so, has not been good on Monday Night Raw, but it's starting to pick up with Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar entering the Royal Rumble, he's coming in at number one, very funny segment with R-Truth, in the ring uh, to start the show. R-Truth, for some reason, was thinking that Paul Heyman had entered the Royal Rumble. So he came out to talk trash to Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman jokingly said, you idiot, I'm not in the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar's in the Royal Rumble. And then R-Truth was like, Oh man, I'm going to be the first superstar in history to say I am not going to be in the Royal Rumble because of because <laughs> <laughs> of Brock. Listen, it was real funny, man. Brock Lesnar caught him on the F5, real good opening to Monday Night Raw. So I'm like, okay, they got a little steam uh, going on. And then uh, other than that, you got. Uh, Have you seen them deem Seth Rollins the Monday night messiah? Have you
1: seen? I didn't see that, but. (laughs) So he. I don't, don't, D. I know you kind of think it's picking up. I'm not excited about Raw right now. I'm not either. They have some
0: spots, but I'm not excited. They have some spots. Yeah,
1: I kind of, I, th- I think, I, I do think uh, Becky Lynch and what she got going on with the uh, Oscar, Oscar lady. I think that's kind of picking up a little bit. It is. Yeah, so we'll see. I, but the whole thing with Seth Rollins, I ain't feeling that. Why ain't, I ain't that? It got kind of good, you know. They 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 got a new member.
0: They got a young upstart talent. Uh, Buddy Murphy has joined his coalition with the Authors of Pain and Seth Rollins. So they got this thing going with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens and Rey Mysterio. So it, it's entertaining. The matches have been the matches have been entertaining. I saw the match the other night with the Big Show. They acquired the Big Show, so they just like putting people together to go after these guys, which I don't like, but. It was pretty entertaining, all right, but you know, not excited about it, you know, whatsoever, all right. So, uh, like Black said, uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar is picking up, they had the contract signing. Uh, Oscar shoots the green mist a la of the great Muta. Uh, any of the uh, old school wrestling fans, if you know Great Muta, he shot the green mist out, you know, he hit Sting with it, Ric Flair with it, Hulk Hogan with it, yeah, yeah, the green mist, right? So, Oscar is doing that. Uh, shooting the green miss out at Becky Lynch, so it's like Oscar's getting the best of Lynch going into the Royal Rumble. I think it's going to be a really good match between the both of them. Think they, they take the belt off her? No, not going into WrestleMania. Yeah, no, I don't think. They I
1: will. wonder what they're going to pull off for of her for WrestleMania, man. Like we're going got... to see shortly. Yeah. We're going to see shortly. So I right. hope Rhonda make a. Maybe we'll I see do something. Hey,
0: wrestling fans, off and on, hot and cold, wrestling fans. If it's one pay per view. That you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss the Royal Rumble. You don't. The Royal Rumble is always the setup pay-per-view going into WrestleMania season.
1: People you wouldn't think gonna be on here like surprises, like this the one to watch. Yes, you don't wanna miss it. Okay, so keep that in mind.
0: Um let's see what else. All right, so moving out of Raw, let's go to SmackDown, the hot show, the show that's making all the buzz right now. Everything's going well. You had John Morrison make his in-ring return, taking care of Big E of the New Day, setting up Morrison and the Miz taking on the big the excuse me setting up against the New Day for the tag team titles at the Royal Rumble. Morrison still looks good, athletic, a uh, real good match with Big E, man. So it was pretty cool to see him back. And it looks like the WWE is finally gonna put a title on Braun Strowman. Okay. So Braun Strowman has been going off as of Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion. They've had a little feud here. I couldn't um, I cannot get it through my head why in the world has Braun Strowman not
1: been a champion in the WWE? Why That's horrible, man. Like, why? The, that's horrible. Why? Like, they really dropped the ball with Braun Strowman. They did, man. I think he's supposed to be been like the WWE he champion. should have Yeah. He should have been. At they missed. At some point. Like he, They missed. He had a uh, – it was a point in time when he was going through what he was going through with Roman Reigns. I thought that was the perfect time to do and that. Because he was he was hot. He like, was hot. I mean he was he I don't even know if he was he was heel then. He was a heel. He was a heel then. So like that point in time when he was going through with Roman Reigns and that was when Roman Reigns had the belt, correct? Correct. So I don't know I don't know how they dropped the ball with that, but that would have been the perfect situation to champion. put that belt yep. around his waist, but around his waist, but they literally dropped the ball with him ever since then. I don't know what the heck's going on. I totally agree. It looks like he's going to get the Intercontinental Championship off Shinsuke
0: uh, soon. And I'm here for it. Like, I think he he deserves a run at a prestigious championship. An Intercontinental Championship would be a good step uh, for Braun Strowman, okay? Um, let's see. Um, Roman Reigns and King Corbin... uh. It's been fun with them. You know, Reigns has got the Usos with him, and Corbin got uh, Rhodes, Bobby Roode and uh, Dolph Ziggler with him. So they've been having some good matches on SmackDown culminating in a uh, Falls Count Anywhere match between them at the Royal Rumble. So Reigns, Corbin, Falls Count Anywhere at the Royal Rumble should be pretty exciting, man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, overall, yeah. SmackDown has SmackDown has been a good show, man. Like it, I'm sure Fox is pleased, especially over the last month or so, you know, with all the returns, like, it's been good. Oh, Green Bay is finally on the board. Aaron Jones scored a touchdown, 27 to almost 7. Uh, Looks like the 49s had the lead, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we're going to see something magical here, okay? So moving in, um, excuse me, moving along, want to take some time to just, you know, show some love to the Rock. All right, The Rock lost his dad, or Rocky Johnson, the Magic Man. All right, that was his name and his gimmick when he was in pro wrestling. But The Rock lost his father uh, due to a sudden massive heart attack oh, man, uh, sad, this past man. week. All right, so The Rock has been receiving a lot of love and support from the fans and everybody reaching out to him. And The Rock put a heartfelt message out that you can go catch on Instagram. It's like a seven minute message, man. And he's just really just thanking the fans and sharing some stories of his dad. And you can really see that The Rock is visibly shaking, he's hurting, like he's really in a place where he looks human. The Rock's been a superhero ever since we laid eyes on him. Yeah, We've never seen The Rock not be a superhero. So for him to show a moment of him being a human, even due to circumstances of him losing his father, I can only imagine what that feels like. Um, We just want to show love to The Rock and say, rest in peace, to Rocky Johnson, who was an iconic figure, before The Rock, sure, was. you know, Rocky sure Johnson, was. one of the first uh, African American wrestlers to be out here visibly, uh, compete and be in good uh, spirits out here in the wrestling world. Like I said, his nickname was the Magic Man, you know what I'm saying? Rocky Johnson, and he is the forefather for guys like Rakishi, the Usos, The Rock, um, uh, just a lot of different Samoa, Roman Reigns, a lot of different Samoa wrestlers who uh, who've, uh be- been given the opportunity it all started with uh Rocky Johnson man so we want to definitely uh pay our respects to the rock and his family and uh rest in peace uh to the magic man
1: Yeah rest in peace man yeah Yes sir yes sir
0: All right man so we're going to transition out of WWE we're going to head into some high school basketball around the city Black activities picking up around the city man with the high school basketball man talk to us man
1: Yeah man We got a uh Saturday was pretty a pretty busy Saturday man with but- you know, the holidays been around the corner and the kids out of school for MLK. But um uh, are gonna get into some scores from Saturday, man. We had uh Johnson, Johnson High School come down, come down here to Jacksonville and play Andrew Jackson, who's rolling, man. One loss on the season 14 and one. Okay. so shout out to uh Jackson, they got a win 47-44. So that seemed like that was a pretty good one. He got uh Mandarin getting a win over Atlantic Coast, uh 75-47. We have uh, Suncoast, uh, a, a little small private school here in Jacksonville, getting the win over University Christian, sixty-five to sixty. Uh, we had uh, Monroe. Uh, don't ask me where they are from. I don't know. Getting the win over Reebok. Oh, in uh, the nail biter, sixty-six to sixty-four. Uh, so shout to shout. So shout out to them, man. Lord. And uh, and we also oh we also had uh uh, Booker T Washington coming in town, man, and uh it sucks, man. Uh, it sucks for them. Well, sucks for them, but Reigns got their first win of the season, man. Against Booker T. Against Booker T. Washington, forty-seven to forty-four on Saturday night. So they're uh one and they're one and fourteen on the season. Hopefully, they can carry that and going until going into the MLK tournament on tomorrow. And uh, just want to and those are the scores for. For uh from Saturday, I just want to give y'all the a, a update or something to, to watch out for. The MLK tournament uh is on tomorrow, and just want to uh just want to give y'all a few of the games uh that are going to be going on on that night. And we have the fir- first game that I think everyone should be excited about. We got Reebok versus West Nassau. You know, so okay. uh, Reebok one of the better teams in the city this year. West Nassau has. Uh, ESPN ranked player 150. on their team, one fifty rank on their team. So looking forward, looking forward to that. And then we also have uh Bishop Snyder playing Lake Worth uh Forest Hill. So these games are gonna be going on all day. They start at twelve o'clock. And uh it's games from 12, 4, 6. Then they got a game at 8 o'clock. But we have mm-hmm. a lot of uh good games. Got uh Baker County playing Rains at six o'clock part of South Parter's house uh playing Daughtry. Uh, don't know where they're from, but uh, should be some pretty good games out at Range. The tournament is going to be at Reigns High School. So if y'all want to get out and go catch some of these games, man, uh, it should be a pretty good one.
0: Okay. Okay. So when you guys hear this, it'll be after Martin Luther King Day. So these games will be happening on Monday. We drop on the sports that's here on Tuesday, but we just still want to stay up to date Oh, the information. I think soon Black is going to be posting the high school games for the week uh, on his Twitter and on our Instagram so you guys can keep up if you want to get out there and support these kids and support these schools around the city, man. Yeah. So, And I'm
1: definitely, like D said, I'm definitely going to be getting that out to y'all guys, man. So, you know, we can, like D said, go support some of these kids in the city, man. It's it's nothing like being from home, man, and showing these kids some love. Who here in our city, especially, uh, especially the guys uh, who's getting a lot of national attention from uh from different places, man. We got we got some good, you know, basketball players here in the city this year, and uh, Yo, we need to show them love. We need to show all the kids love, period. But yeah, man, I'm going to be getting that out. I'm going to be putting it on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, everyone, if y'all want to go check out some of these games Y'all could have, a. it's basically going to be like a schedule And I'll be giving it to you So you know, y'all know you can look ahead or go uh, check out some of these basketball High school basketball games
0: Yes sir, appreciate that Black Alright, we're getting ready to wrap up here at the Sports Desk so We're going to get into some other news Tons of it uh, to cover, man But let's jump right into um, the other news that we have Alright, so it's been long awaited Black He's finally, finally, finally about to make his debut. Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson, will be back. All right, January 22nd. I believe that is this Wednesday against the San Antonio Spurs. Zion's first NBA game against the Spurs, 9:30 on ESPN this Wednesday. Excited to see what this kid is going to bring uh, to the NBA. All right, we had some trades. All right, we had Blazers. Man, they got Trevor Ariza. I want the Lakers to try to make a play for him, man. But the Blazers acquired, the Blazers acquired Trevor Ariza from the Kings, sending away Bazemore, Tolliver, and a second-round pick. All right, so the Blazers got better at and Trevor Ariza. Not a bad spot for Bazemore. Bazemore just didn't work out in Portland. He didn't yeah, fit he with did. them. He didn't yeah. fit. All right. Also, the Timberwolves have traded veteran guard uh, Jeff T. Back to the Hawks, all right? They traded him back to the Hawks. Now, rumors are that he may ask for a buyout. He may ask for a buyout not to play for the Hawks. Because, you know, Trey Young is there and I guess he wants more playing time. So, we'll see. Alright, so uh T, back to Atlanta for now. Alright, some MMA news. Israel Ariasanya, alright, the undisputed middleweight champion of the world has his first title defense set against Romero, the soldier of God. Alright, set for UFC 248 this March. Alright, this March you'll get Ariasanya and Romero for the middleweight strap. Alright, more MMA. Henry Cejudo, alright, looks to like he's going to be defending the 145 pound crown against jose aldo jr all right that fight look like it's going to be set for ufc 250 in may all right so that'll be a big fight as well okay moving along uh tip of the cap luke Keekley retired from the national football league all-pro, all-world linebacker retiring at the age of 29. Man. Very heartfelt video, Black. He just basically said, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. And I can
1: see why, man. All them concussions yeah. and, tough, yeah. and injuries, man. But shout out to him, man. Great NFL football player, man.
0: Definitely, man. Tip of the cap to you, man. Luke Cleakley. Good luck on the rest of the journey, man. Uh, more news. Antonio Gates, veteran, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, all-pro, all-world, tight end, one of the best we ever seen. Antonio Gates is finally calling into the career uh, with Los Angeles Chargers, man so he is Out Larry Fitzgerald Is not out Larry Fitzgerald Announced that he is coming back for year 17 man he said he Loves being around Kyler Murray loves Being around the young kids in the Arizona Cardinals and he wants to help any Way he can he loves the game So I like that though man I like that Arguably Arguably the best receiver To probably ever play in the NFL If you look at the numbers yeah if you look at them numbers, he's right up there, man. So shout out Fitzy coming back. Um, Black. The Jaguars are out here interviewing McAdoo and Jay Gruen for the offensive
1: coordinator spot. I like it though. I like really? it. I like it. You, okay. you, you get some guys who's had a good, you know, a good career as being offensive coordinators. Hmm, so interesting. Uh, I kind of like it. They may have not been good as uh head, head coaches, coaches. Yeah. but they were like you said, they've been good as Offensive coordinators You know you, you know, Some people do better With not a lot of, whole lot Of pressure, pressure on them And when you coach For the New York Giants And the Washington Redskins It's a lot of pressure there okay. So Yeah man I'm excited that I, They just not locking in On one person I'm happy to hear All these different names right. But right. Uh, we'll, we'll see, see. what happens I'm excited to see them You know Get all these interviews With these different Offensive minded guys
0: We'll see man Shout out Fred man Fred was like Man let me turn this app off for Bleach report. <laughs> Let me turn this off I get one more alert that the Jaguars are interviewing a bum uh at the office coordinator position, man. So, we'll see what the hometown Jags do. And last but not least, man, this Astros scandal out of Major League Baseball has man, just man, ugly, man it's so ugly. ugly. So, not only has the the Astros fired the manager and their own GM, the fallout's much deeper. Uh, Alex Carrera World Series winning manager is out. Red Sox fired him. They fired him because of his involvement with the scandal. Carlos Beltron ain't even managed the game for the Mets. Out. It's crazy. Out. man. He is out because the Mets feel like he would be a distraction, man. And there's more fallout probably to come. Like a lot of people are saying, why aren't these players, aren't these players for the Astros not being punished? Like Tuve and all the rest of these guys. Like, why are they not being punished? So the MAB say the investigation. It's not over. Tuve came out and said the investigation is over, but it ain't over. So this fallout is ugly for baseball. It's a blackout for the game. They're already struggling to get viewers and get people to participate with Major League Baseball. They don't really have too many stars in their game. They don't. So this doesn't help. Bringing a negative shine to this doesn't help. this is sad for
1: baseball, man. That's sad. sad, Yeah, this is really
0: sad for baseball. Very sad. So, yeah, man. So... That pretty much wraps up everything uh, that we had today. Um, Again, hey, guys, you know, we appreciate all your support. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us, man. Retweeting our stuff, liking our stuff on Instagram, reposting our stuff on Twitter, uh, on Instagram story. Thank you for we thank you for like all the support, man. We don't. We don't take it for granted at all. We really don't, man. We really don't. Black, you got anything for our listeners, man? Yeah,
1: man. Yeah. We, I appreciate all the love, man. All the love and support, man, from Twitter to Instagram to all our listeners, man. We we enjoy uh everything, man, that y'all give back that we give to y'all and y'all give back to us, man. It's it's it's, it's enjoyable. I, I enjoy, you know, being here at the sports decks with, sport decks, sports desk with my right hand man here. So uh I appreciate all the love and um, all of, every, everything we get on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, absolutely. I second
0: that, Black. I second that. So, uh, y'all catch us on our Instagrams and our Twitters. Man, you me catch me at Desert Hicks Jr. on both sites. And be sure to look at us on uh, the Reduced Lunch Sports uh, IG as well. Black, where they got you at?
1: And you can catch me at Black Enl 3 on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, this has been episode 39 of... Uh, of the sports, this man. We are, next time you hear from us, it be episode forty, man. Time flies, man. We've been doing this for over a year now, man, and you know we're weekly now, and it's, it's it's good to get together and talk sports, man. Black love sports. We've been active with sports our whole life, man. So we're glad that we are able to have a platform uh where we can put this kind of content out, man. And shout out to Fred, man. Fred had the idea. Shout uh, out he, to Fred. He pitched it to me, man. It was organic to bring in black man, and we just been taking off ever since, man. Yes, so man. it just really been happening. So all right, enough enough uh, sob story. All right, let's get <laughs> let's, let's let's knock it out, man, with a few of these drops, man. And you've been listening to episode thirty nine of the Sports Desk. You know what I? Dang, you know what I just realized we didn't play the Harlem Heat beat.
3: Oh for the man, top. I'm man. Slipping, dog. Oh man. So
0: I apologize to our listeners who didn't get a chance to hear the Harlem Heat beat. Uh, for our top five, I am sorry, but we are gonna let you know what you've been listening to right now, though.
2: Lunch <laughs> sports.
0: I don't run that back. Man.
1: It's reduced lunch sports.
0: Yes, you've been listening to Reduce lunch sports. Shout out to. Him, man. <laughs>
1: Shout out to my Godson, man. Hey, man,
0: I just wanted to hear this one more time before we play the last drop. Man, I'm probably going to watch this episode tonight after the 49ers just run through the Packers, man. I'm just I'm just going to watch me a little Martin tonight, man. Mm.
2: <laughs> Don't you know no good? 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 <laughs>
0: that's so classic, dog. Boy, oh, that's classic, dog. That is so, so classic, dog.
1: Man, boy, why we don't got shows like that no more, man? I don't know. Dang, man. That's a good question.